Welcome back to the Ecotech Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Legacy Comic Book Characters, Jay. Join us as my co-host, Becoming the God of Something, Z. How are you today, Z? Um, I'm doing pretty, pretty all right. That's good. I guess. Even better? I guess so. Was there anything particularly good about this week, you know? It ended. That's true. Well, I got to, well, I I got to see my girlfriend. That was pretty good. All right, all right, fine. Well, I mean, I got to. Want to give real answers? I meant more in the world of pop media. Um, no. Doing soon, maybe that might be a good thing. Uh, maybe actually, freaking some good trailers and stuff. That's true. But in terms of actual content, things you could see fully made. Wolf, am I right? What a wolf! And what a wolf it was. Speaking of, starting with, get right into it. We saw Madam Web this week. <sighs> and it's it, it was, well... It's just as bad as you think it's going to be. I was going to say it was just as bad as you... But I think it was somehow worse, actually. I really? guess for some reason I... They, did they get me with it? I was like, maybe it'll be all, maybe it'll be halfway decent. you got to stop... I don't know what... Neither with Halo 2. I don't know why. And, and I've staunchly... I, I know things are going to be bad. I, get my, I, don't, I don't know what about this one. Well... They get psyoped. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's, it's weird. Because it's like... Intellectually, I knew. Especially once we got the trailer. There was no point where I actually thought it was going to be good, don't get me wrong, but somehow I didn't think it would be this bad, you know? If that makes any sense. No, I get that. You know it's not going to... It's like when you see something you don't like, you're like, well, I don't like this food, but I know it's going to taste bad, but then if it's horrible, it's like, it oh, was, this you know is what It was almost like, wow, this trailer is so bad, the movie itself can't actually be that bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, they, they're actually... They've just whiffed the trailer so... It's, I'm sure it'll be a bad movie, but I was like, wow, this trailer's like... Dog shit. Do- so god awful it came. But no, it turns out it was just it, it was it was very reflective of the overall. And they cut out the best line of the movie. What's in there? I think they just But you can tell. That's why it's such a terrible line as well in the because yeah. I think it's like smashed together. Oh, it's cut- I think she says all those words. <laughs> just not you know, in, in any order in, in order. the same minute of screen time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Madam Webb, the the webbiest webs. Oh um, boy, here we go, Madam Webbing again. So this movie starts in in a, in a kind of a bizarre fashion, more than I would have thought. Which I guess we knew her mom was in the Amazon studying spy- spiders before she died, but right before she died, and, and, it, and with pregnant with Madame Webb herself, Cassandra Webb, because they let her go all the way to Peru when she was it's like a bit of nominative determinism, huh? Her mom's yeah. name was Webb, and she spent her life studying fucking spiders. Great. So Cassandra Webb is born to whatever her mom's name is. Yeah, she's the the bunch of these like. Uncontacted tribe of people in Peru of Spider Man people. They're just Spider Man. Like yeah. and someone, someone was like, one of the funniest parts of this movie is this is on Twitter is that like this basically confirms that Spider Man's been doing like <laughs> cultural appropriation this whole time because they we- they're wearing like proto Spider Man type costumes. That's why the villain in this movie looks Ezekiel, like Spider Man. It, it's just basically dressed up like Spider Man. It's also kind of a variation on this like these these spider webby tribal costumes they got. Because there's a spider that just, if it bites you, I guess, or they get it from the venom. I don't remember how they said they do it. I didn't really care enough. Somehow, this spider gives you Spider-Man powers, basically. The wall crawly and super strength and it, like, just Spider-Man powers. Yeah. But also makes you invisible to other people somehow. Something like that. Unclear. Um, my thing is, even at the start, you know, it, it, it jumps a bit of suspension of disbelief. Because her mother dies when she's born, because of course she has to, and then somehow she makes her way back to America. Yeah, I, I wasn't clear. The on foster- I, I guess that dude helped, but how? He seemed pretty. He seemed pretty. Uh, you know, in, in the game, maybe he was like the one guy who like has a social security number or something. That guy didn't look very like Amazonian, did he? No, it was like just some guy. But like just a white dude. I mean, like 
Kind of, in a lot of ways. Okay. Maybe what's his deal? This better makes you white. <laughs> what the hell was his deal? He was just like, I'll take care of your baby, by the way. Weird and, when, and I'll just send her, I'll ship her back in a box to America. When she finds her way back, maybe ever, if she lives. I'll he should have sh- just kept her and raised her if he was really about it. He wasn't about it. He was too busy running and she around. Then they could have taught her from the get-go how to have her spider powers. Instead, they were just like, fuck off. Fuck off. Yo, maybe we yeah, can- Back to America to the foster system. <laughs> You'll have a great time. Bizarre. Um. So then it's what we knew is she's- um. She's a paramedic, right? And her partner's um, Uncle Ben, of course. Woo! Um, this movie, more so to to a much larger extent than I really would have known or would have predicted, I guess. I don't know why. I guess we should have known. It is, it is much more concerned with the origin of, of Peter Parker than I really expected it to be. Very Is that concerned. fair to say? Yeah. Which I knew. I mean, we knew that like Emma Roberts was in this and she was uh, Mary Parker. Mary Parker. And we knew that, again... What's his name? Adam Scott. Adam Scott is Ben Parker, but I just didn't expect it to be this heavy-handed with it all. Very heavy. And they don't name him. He's born. It's, ter- it's so fucking stupid how concerned this movie is with doing cheeky... Like, it's, it's again, it's like I always say. I've said this before, but I really think it's true, is that the actual MCU itself is not nearly as guilty of all these dumb superhero movie tropes as all these ancillary universe between like DC and the and the Sony stuff, they actually are what's given given everyone a bad rap. Yeah, so people talk about like the MCUification and their MCU. I feel like they're talking about shit like this, spending a whole movie being like cheeky, like oh, what a what a sly reference this is. Am I right? And it's just like very obvious stuff about like We're gonna I'm be- Uncle Ben <laughs> to Peter Parker, who will be born in this film to be Spider Man. He's going to be Spider Man. Do you get it? Because that's the thing. So that's the thing. Is this movie is inexplicably kind of a period piece because it has to take place in 2003, I guess, so that Peter Parker can be born, so that then he can be like properly aged. I don't know. Maybe even to like be Tom Holland. It maybe be Tom Holland. Yeah. I from what I understand, I heard this movie originally was supposed to be set in the 90s. I saw that too. And then they were like, no, we have to reshoot everything and change it to make it. I saw that, but I think maybe that had to be earlier in early days. Because it's too consistent mm, to be like a I fast there's, rewrite. There's it, it would be insane unless they reshot lots of it. There's because there's all the it's not really needle drops, but it's just the background music, right? There's like um, well, obviously there's the there's the whole fucking Britney scene. There's Deep Blue Somethings in this fucking Breakfast at, Tip, Breakfast at Tiffany's is in mm, the, right. the scene of this. Although I don't know when that song came out, but I don't think it definitely wasn't the eighties. I don't know, there's just stuff like that. There's too many references, and people have phones and stuff. Yeah. There's like a big Beyonce poster. I don't think it ever could have... I think that had to be earlier on, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So so it's in like the script phase, before we started pre-production. I would... Who knows? probably... Because I I knew that going in, and then I was like kind of... So I had my eye open for it, and there was definitely a couple more things where I was like, no, this is too... It's too consistent, I think. I don't think it could be. Right. Although, there is one thing that's weird... And well, and this this is I guess further evidence for that is that there's the whole like NSA tracking thing, which yeah. seems crazy advanced even for 2003. So if it did take place in like the 80s, I don't know how the fuck you would ever even how could that even be part of the plot, right? Yeah, that there's this elaborate of a because the internet isn't a, a isn't really yet. a thing. Isn't well, it? certainly not in the 80s, but barely even in 2003 to be yeah, used to that. Still using fucking MySpace or whatever, but whatever. I don't think MySpace was a thing yet. I guess I wouldn't have been. I really don't know. We don't have a good handle on this, do we? No. I don't know how widespread the internet was in 2003. I know I used to, and at that point at least, it was just a place in your home that you could leave. I think people had. That's true. 
I think people had home internet, but it was still probably dial-up, I guess. I really have no fucking... Um, I was too young. But I will say one thing about the very beginning. Yeah. Some of the worst camera work I've ever fucking seen. Those little zooms they do right, before, right when Ezekiel becomes evil, yeah. I wanted to fucking throw up. I was like, who who shot this? Did a monkey shoot this? The dialogue in this in this movie Makes you want to kill is you so <laughs> terrible. It's awful. It's the worst stuff I've it's ever seen. It's 90% like exposition. And again, I... I, I I gotta keep, I'm gonna keep saying it, but like I feel like this is what people complain about when they're like MCU a fight dial. Everyone's too quippy and, and whatever. It's like that's this. Cassandra Webb, fucking Dakota Johnson's character in this is so like she's make she's smarmy. such a caricature of a person. She's also the most uncomfortable human being. She's ever. just kind of an awful person. She's kind of not yeah right. Just awful kind of that little kid is giving cool. her a little thing. Yeah. She's like, what do you want to do? With this? She's and he's like, like psychopath. It's like, like take it. What? Yeah, it's bizarre. And I guess it's because then we can have an arc where she gets to be cool about it. But there's later. no arc. They never have the arc. It happens. Yeah. At some point, where she just decides to, she decides. to have it happen. But yeah, I guess that's why. But that's always lame, right? Mm. But yeah, for most of his movies, she's just kind of a maniac. Like she doesn't explain. She's thoroughly unpleasant. She like doesn't explain anything to anyone. There's like they're playing a little game about their mom. She's like, "Hey, my mom died in childbirth." Yeah, she's just a weird antisocial person. Like, we'll hang out with she's the like, guys. Oh, I don't want to hang out with anyone. I don't hate everyone. Oh, I got plans. You have plans? Well, not really. I'm just gonna sit at home alone because I hate everyone or whatever. It's like, all right, man, whatever. Get it? What a great time. Stupid, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna watch uh, the black and white Christmas Carol in 2003. Yeah. What? There's got to be a more watch the Muppet one. That's come out before this, surely. Come on, you have access to the Matrix. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing with your time? Um, and we see all the all the spider girls. They roll by in various forms or fashion forms in the beginning or whatever. Um, I wrote down all my favorite. Uh, here we go. Ooh, favorites. All my favorite ham-fisted uh, Spider-Man references. Okay. Um, so I guess I guess in this, I don't know if this is normally part of the lore, but uh, Ben Parker was in the army. I guess didn't know because there's that really ham. Again, the dialogue is so so terrible in the in the in the. Just the classic terrible movie fashion where it's just someone says a thing and then in, yeah whatever it was like she's like oh you're 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 driving so crazy it's like uh, whoa it's like a, an army or something I don't remember what he said and she's like whoa you're, you're he's like I he's just like oh I'd never be nostalgic for the army like which I was in you know <laughs> like it's just that it's like no one talks like this because you never have to say that to someone who you know and work with because they would know and so it's like you just need to. Why, why, why do they keep getting away with this? Does any has anyone ever written one of those and been proud of it? Or does everyone who, who is every screenwriter who's forced to do something like that just like oh god? I, I think know. this. I think people who wrote this are proud of it because these guys wrote Morbius. Yeah, I don't know who and these gods be, in yeah. Egypt and the Power Rangers movie from 2017. Really? And everyone's like, who gives these clowns jobs? So maybe these people. Like, listen, good for the writers and all, and that strike and everything they did. Like, Godspeed. But like, I think if you make, I think you maybe make Madam Web, you get killed. Yeah, maybe you <laughs> get sent to writer prison. They cut off your hands. You can never touch a computer. Maybe again. these guys. Uh, I mean, not literally, but jeez, <laughs> jeez, what the fuck, fellas? We can try a little bit in the things <laughs> like, we do. You know what I mean? How do you do that? And not just be like, ah, oh, man, I've committed like one of the cardinal sins of screenwriting. This thing everyone knows to make fun of is when you just have characters being like, woo. I'm in the. I was in the army once, so don't you remember? Yes, I. Your friend. Yeah, bro. It's because it's that thing of like you have to establish everyone's relationship and backstory within like three sentences. Three sentences for some reason, instead of just letting things unfold. I guess because you don't have no time. Because you got to get to your Madam Web hijinks. I get to but Ezekiel so, running around. Um. So when they're having that whole exchange, and he's like, "Oh, you're driving crazy. It's like in the army or whatever. You're making me nostalgic for." That. I don't remember how it comes up. And she says, "What? You've never been shot at in Queens?" 
Uh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I think that got a laugh in my theater. See, do you think people know, or do you think it was just like just as a just a joke of like Queens is dangerous? I guess I feel like it's a joke of you're gonna get shot in Queens, Uncle Ben. Yeah, right. Do you think that people actually do? Most people get that, or is that just do people know? What, I don't think people know that's supposed to be Ben Parker. How would you know that? Right? You wouldn't because they never say his last name. Yeah, you wouldn't know. Well, you can put two to two together eventually, but I'm just saying in that opening scene, you don't know. No one would know yeah. unless you're a big dumb nerd. Unless you like followed it closely, like right? Yeah. yeah, but that's pretty good, huh? You ever been shot at in Queens? And then later on, when they're in like the break room or whatever, after she was yeah really weird about the little kid, like, again just like a psycho, just a maniac. Like, he has to explain to her like just take it and get rid of it later if you want, but like he's just a little boy. There and he's talking about like ooh I got this new girlfriend, but he won't say her name. He refuses to say her name. It's probably. Probably May, Probably right? May. Gotta love the fortune cookie where the printer runs out and goes, your future is, it's uncertain because it's, I hate this fucking movie. I guess that fortune cookie was like legitimately prophetic somehow. That's convenient. Yeah, convenient for my privacy movie. Like, how does that relate to everything, right? I don't know. Now, fortune cookie also just happened to be real. Okay. Okay. Neat. Um, how- there's a baby shower. That's awful. That's like a no fun scene. Emma Roberts is. That, then they call say- all the off-duty people on duty because everyone who's ever been all the emts are at this one baby shower in jersey or not jersey they're in queens and then they all have to go to this like firework factory that's on fire they all have to go they all have to leave off duty surely there's more of them well surely there's ones on duty. there's ones that's, on duty that's how it works you'd think but i guess it was all hands on deck type of situation and then he's and then she's like i'm seeing the future maybe and then her yeah. like captain buddy gets an ambulance and then gets Pulls up to a stop sign on the street and then gets T-boned. He just gets T-boned. Unrelated huh? to the actual like incident. He how just the, gets killed in a how car How the fuck did he get T-boned and he stopped? I don't know. He's an ambulance. <laughs> Before that, though, there's um, Emma Roberts, who, again, is Mary Parker, is talking about... Uh, she says he's always leaping around in there. That's a good one. That's great. I love that. Um, they're doing it. They do a game where they're going to be like, what's the baby's name? Like, no. And then she doesn't get to finish saying what the baby's name is. And they never tell us. We'll never know. Uh, yeah, we'll we never know. I mean, I just I only have one left, so I may as well just finish it off here. Well, I wrote Mar- Marissa Tomei because I thought maybe she would be in it, and I would be vindicated. But yeah. I texted you while I was watching, and I was like, I need to, I just, I need to get this out there just in case, just I, for posterity. If, if Marissa Tomei's in this, it'd be very funny. And maybe again, I feel like and I responded. I don't know who that is. You still don't know who that is? <laughs> I have no idea. I didn't what? Look it up. I thought you'd tell me. I should go. You don't know who it is? It's this lady, like you always do. Yeah, I get my exhibition somehow. It's. She plays Aunt May in like the Holland, Tom Holland ones. She's oh, in fucking that's her name. You know, Seinfeld and right. My Cousin Vinny, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. I don't know. <laughs> you ever seen My Cousin Vinny? I've not seen it. It's on my HBO Max. It's my Max watch list. Um, I'll get to it in 20 years. So yeah, her. You know she's in Seinfeld. I didn't know she was in Seinfeld. What? Oh, there you go. It's a whole joke because in, you know, she's, what's his name? What's his name? Jerry? No, no, no. In My Cousin Vinny, that guy's name is... He's an Irishman and he's in fucking Home Alone. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci, yeah. She's Joe Pesci's girlfriend, right? Yeah. But then the joke is that in the Seinfeld universe, she is also an actress. So it's she's playing herself, but she's playing a fictionalized version of herself. And the well, the whole plot is that she actually is very attracted to short, balding Italian men. Oh, like Joe Pesci. Like Joe Pesci. That's the and then she gets with George. Right? Yes. So the idea is that she actually is very attracted to George, but it's while he's married. Before before his wife dies. Yeah, so he can't, and it's like, oh, I'm like, no, Marissa Tomei. Jerry! <laughs> Jerry, I could have said Marissa Tomei, Jerry! Yeah, you get it. I've uh, seen I've seen a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. I, I get the shit. 
But anyway, I thought she would be in it, and that's why they were being cagey about it, because then they could have a cameo and be like, woo, but they didn't They didn't go that route. But I feel like they still were setting it up so that they could. Because again, because there is no connective tissue there, because we never saw what Uncle Ben looks like, right? In yeah. The MCU version, and we never... It could all be the same. I think they were covering their... They were hedging their bets in that way, you they're, know? They're going to force Kevin Feige to Spider-Man 4 next year. Uh, but then at the end, um, after... Spoiler alert, after Peter's born... Um, they're like, yeah, he's excited about being an uncle. And he, he says he gets all the fun and none of the responsibility. She goes, that's what he thinks. Because he's going to have those. Because he's, he's going to have to raise that child. Because his, his, his sister and her husband are going to die. What's his, his? That's his sister-in-law. Oh, sister-in-law. His brother. She says that. She's like, I'm Ben's sister-in-law. Um, why Why is her why, husband I was not there? I wasn't listening to the movie. Yeah, kidding me? fair enough. And she's like, I don't even know where he is. You don't know where your husband is? Are you kidding me? It's post that 11. Everyone knew where everybody was you then. You can't just be like, not even the country? Insane. But so, so then. Who couldn't remember where my husband is when I'm nine months pregnant about to get Then she's freaking out. And um, they're on a train. And she sees that all the and all the spider girls happen to get there. So we got, I don't even know all their names. There's, Which are their characters' names, I guess. I don't, because I, I was looking. There. The one who plays Anya was in like she was Dora in that Dora. I didn't actually was Dora until recently until after I saw it. I didn't eat it. Well, I don't know the girl from any of them. I don't think. And then I don't know who Matt, but I know though. So it's Maddie, Maddie Franklin, Anya Carazon or whatever, and um. So well, she's not actually Julia Carpenter because she's not married yet. She's Julia. She says it in the movie. I don't remember Julia, but Julia Carpenter. <laughs> from and they're all there on the train car at the same time. And then Ezekiel's gonna come and kill them all brutally. Because um, he also has future powers to an extent. He has a vision where he knows that they're going to become super sp- spider people and, and fight, her at the, fight him at the end um, and kill him. So he's got to kill them first. It's almost comical, I got to say. How awful that action scene is. Every just, action uh, scene. Just, there's like multiple points where she has to like reverse time to stop them from being brutally murdered. Like There's two weird... Yeah, maybe there's just two. But there's two sequences in particular where you see him just like... And because they don't have powers at this point, he just walks in and just like... Grabs him. He just like grabs him and breaks their neck and does, kills him in a pretty horrible way. It's honestly a little upsetting because it's like, oh geez, really this grown dude girls. walks in and like breaks his teenage girl's neck. That's fucked. And no, and everyone goes, I guess he can do that. But he does that twice. I, like I said, it's almost comical if it wasn't kind of disturbing. Yeah. yeah. And so she's like, all right, we got to get out of here, and that's how it all sets off. And that's kind of it. That's all that really happens for the rest of the movie. It turns out. I, I was amazed at how little actually. Occurs. She just like runs away with them, and then they hide in the woods for a bit, and he finds them again, and then we have to run away again. What's crazy about this movie is that the second time they run away, mm-hmm. uh, she's like, all right, I can't leave these girls alone, and I'm gonna fuck off again. So I need Ben Parker to take care of them for a week while I'm in Peru. So, and again, just what position he's like, I'm staying at my sister-in-law and they won't find her there. They won't find him there. Why not? Why won't he find her there? They yeah. never, they don't leave the house for a week. So, and the Is NSA that all it takes to defeat his, yeah. Defeat the NSA? Like, they, he somehow was tracking them with such efficiency, but now if they just enter this house and never leave, that's all it takes to defeat it? Probably not, but we just need an excuse for her to be able to go to Peru by herself. Yeah. So that was like... Dumb. Why would they? Why would they still like her at all? They would hang out with Ben for the week. They'd be like, "Well, you're like a human who can talk to us, not just some weird lady who abducted us and kind of hates us." Is yeah. What I mean about it. Oh, also, they all have increased. Like each one of them has a sadder, um, like family situation than the last. Yeah, yeah. To explain why they all kind of need a parental figure, a motherly life, figure in their life, so that she can just slot right in by the so, third act. That insane, right? With no kinda real stupid, with no real build up, no setup for her becoming a mother because. She doesn't really say that she thinks her mother hates her until right before it's resolved. Right. We didn't really know that was like a 
a sticking that, that point. Was, yeah, that we didn't know that was a particular bit of 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 like tension. Thing, anything that she had going on, she, we didn't know she had mommy issues until yeah, like you said, the very scene where it's resolved. She's all like, "Why did you hate me so much, mom?" And I turned. Oh, actually, you did. Mother who never knew me, because again, I mean, she's she's aware that her mother died in childbirth. It's so I don't know why she has like an. I, I, it seems to be all based around the fact that like if my mom loved me, she wouldn't be she wouldn't have been working in in such dangerous conditions during her pregnancy. Which I guess there's merit to that. I guess I could see how someone might think that under the circumstance, but whatever. Um. So she goes to go on like a spirit quest where she just sees her whole mom's life, right? Yeah. It turns out that the reason her mom was doing it was to find the spider to cure her of her bone disease. Yeah, some kind of degenerative muscle bone disease she was going to have. And because she doesn't have it, it's because they got the spider juice up in her or whatever the hell. And she, but she can only see the future because yeah, she all doesn't have the she doesn't have like the super strong wall crawly abilities because she tries them out, which is like a funny like haha look at her. But it's also kind of like why doesn't that work? Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Why do they? Why does this spider give them future sight? Is Spider-Man meant to have future sight? So again, they have basically all the Spider-Man powers already, except for the webs. But the webs aren't even. Powers. But the webs aren't even the power, right? So yeah. it's like these guys are already better Spider-Man. But just doing that thing where again, it, that's what this whole universe is. But they just jump in. The, it's like how much shit can we cram in before we actually do anything with Spider-Man? Get to the guy who is the progenitor of all this. Isn't that bizarre? Incredibly bizarre. Like, what's going on? Why do they keep doing this? And we're gonna get a. There's no. We, there's one coming. Have, there's two more coming out this year. What are they? Craven. Yeah. And Venom Three. Oh, Venom Three. They're the third. The third Venom's coming out this year. <laughs> there's like, and there's ze- we have zero indication that Spider-Man's ever gonna actually be in these. Yeah. And then you have us. We're the schmucks who keep seeing them, huh? God. But so then she's like, I get it now. I can. I can have full use of my future powers. Um, and we get a little bit of like a MacGuffin thing for the end. Not MacGuffin, I don't know why I said that, but a, a bit of like a Chekhov's gun, I guess. Where the guy's like, once you have your powers mastered, you'll be able to be in two places at once. Then she becomes like a three ghosts. Yeah, she can literally just do that by the end. But not in like a convincing or interesting like time travel way of like, well, if I go back and I branch off and I can, you know, I can manage it so that I'm in. No, it's literally just, and then I'm just all that. You know what I mean? Like if it was like a, okay, yeah. we can roll back time a bit and then I can also run over here and then we roll back and I run over there. And so suddenly... It, can, it diverges, so I'm in three places. No, it's sort of just, I'm just going to stand here, and then ghostly apparitions of me are just going to, like, save my surrogate daughters. They're just going to project off of me and do all the work. Cool. And then the one of the best parts is that her future side is so good, up until she falls into the water and has to get struck in the face by a firework. I and guess. blinds yeah. her. <laughs> I didn't really catch that. I was like, she fell in the water, and now she's just fucked? And crippled, somehow. Yeah. Well, they had to make her Madam Web. Yeah. I was, <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> like, they had to make her blind and... and paraplegic i guess so there you go she's madam web now her glasses at the end are the most ridiculous thing i've ever seen Again, and the great part Jack, about it make her madam web the Come great on. part about them is that you can they're lighting behind her head so you can see dakota johnson's eyes through them it's terrible her her acting only gets worse i was gonna so we were talking about this so famously part of the whole thing with this movie right is that the during the press tour for it um D- dakota johnson among others seem to be almost like outwardly hostile <laughs> to this movie oh yeah and people are kind of like ha look at this it's funny look how bad it is and that's true and like i guess she was aware of it also but i don't actually think she's very good in this movie i'm just gonna say it like she's i don't terrible. think that excuses her for i don't know if that means she didn't try on purpose because she knew from the jump it was going to be bad or what exactly is going on here but i yeah i don't think she's very good in this no not at all i don't think the script's doing her any favors to be sure but 
She's also just a, yeah, she's a bit flat. At least the other ones are trying. Something. That's how I feel, and I think there's the script also for um, Sydney Sweeney in particular. Her character is quite like a cliche dumb. Like, look at I'm a dumb teenage girl. Like I thought that was really bad. Yeah, there's a couple scenes where I'm like, Ooh. I love when they set up something when they go. You know, actually, I take Taekwondo classes. I never play that That's off. A good point. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Love love writing. Love like doing screenplays. She is like again. It's just the, it, the dialogue in general is just so terrible. That part where they're in the diner and she's like doing the cliche thing of like, oh, I'm just so distracted by boys. And then the other two are arguing. And then she's like, oh, whatever you guys were arguing about, I'm sure you both made good points. Are you fucking kidding me? That's, <laughs> uh, that was like almost verb for verb. Yeah. I, I didn't even like make that up. That's like verbatim. What, and it's like, Jesus. Jesus, fuck. So I don't think they did her any favors. And again, the ham-fisted way they all just exposition have to be like, oh, well, at least my dad, well, my dad doesn't even love me because... <laughs> My, my mom left and the stepmom and the daughter and, and their new son. And, and my mom's in a psych ward. What is it? Fucking holdovers? Jesus. I know, right? Jesus. Your mom was so distraught by your dad leaving her that she fucking lost it. Here's the thing. She probably wasn't that good beforehand. It might be. <laughs> in a very real sense. That's that's tough on you, Julie. I'm sorry to hear that. What a great... And it's great looking back in the scene before that when her stepmom gets into an accident and her dad's like, well, you should stay here. Family only. It's like, you just <laughs> married in two. You've been around for the same amount of time, jackass. What a dick. What are you talking about? She, she seems like a completely normal... She's like the least troublesome of... She of, just wants to hang out. She's, she's like, I'll yeah. hang out. I'll do anything. She seemed to be like the most buttoned up, like normal, like, oh, I'm just a studious young girl. So why are they all like, fuck you? Fuck Get you. out of here, Julia. We hate you. Why does this why does go, her stepmom dislike her so much? I'll live with Madam Webb, I guess. <laughs> well at the end. Family only. They're all mine. Ugh. Like your children? What do you even mean? And clearly they're not. They these all look three, different. Yeah, these three multiracial girls who, who are, are like all the same age. Who are like cl- clearly like in their mid twenties. What do you mean they're seventeen? Look at her. How, did you have triplets? You're like 30, ma'am. These girls are all in their mid-20s. Hey, you're not fooling me. You had triplets and you were 14? You're 17 if I'm a day. Get out of here. Go. Go, shoo, shoo. That's act- That's renowned actress, character, <laughs> character actress Sydney Sweeney. She's 27 years old. You're not fooling me. It wasn't anyone but you. I saw it. What do I look? Do you think I was born yesterday? But no, yeah. So at the very end, I feel like she's even worse. Because now she's in her, like, I'm stoic you know, protector of the, of the, of the timeline, web, yeah. timeline, Madam Web, And she's all like in her chair, like I see ever. And so she's all like stoic and like serious about it. And it's terrible. She's so, <laughs> she sounds so awful. Being yeah. like, I see her. And they're like, what do you, do you see this? And she's like, yes, I do see that. I see <laughs> and I see this as well. And bless you before you even sneeze. It's all going to, it's like, oh my God, shut up Dakota Johnson. This is horrible. Why are you saying this? And, I'll and then be- she gets like, the, she's she gets weird because they give her a weird, horrible more Madam Web costume, but they don't even do the thing where her legs are all like in a tube. She's just wearing like pants and it looks terrible. I hate that. Sound good. Jack, can you like, did you? Have any fucking like I don't. I'm flying. I don't know how to say this. They they don't they don't get their spider powers in this movie, huh? Not even they don't even allude. Would you have ever believed that? Could you? Can you even now? I'm in shock. It's insane, right? They don't even like allude to that. They don't do anything like. It's just that one scene. It turns out that all of the shots from all the trailer that we got of them being were, which as you recall was like one of the things where I was like, I honestly think that bad guy looked dumb, right? But I honestly thought the spider girl suits. Spider women, whatever they're called. Some of them are spider girls. Some of them are spider women. Don't worry about. <laughs> looks pretty good, right? Yeah. I was like, oh shit! Like City Sweeney looks all right. Julia Carpenter and the Maddie Franklin one—they all look pretty good. It's just that one scene. He has one dream where he's like, in the future, they're all going to kill me, and then that's it. And then he gets killed by a Pepsi sign. Well, so he must not be dead. 
I don't. I know. couldn't believe that this movie was setting up, and then people have the gall to defend, it, be like, "Well, it's an origin movie," or I think one of the actresses did, which I mean, good on her. She I mean, she's, she's got no choice. But what do you mean? Origin stories still end with them having powers. That's the whole point. You can't have an origin story that this is like a setup for an it's origin. The prequel, movie. the origin, because we don't actually learn how they become Spider Women at all. That's still like we need like a whole another movie then to do that. What? What's going on? I can't. Yeah. Could you believe that? I still can't. I, I couldn't believe it. We I couldn't believe movie, how, none of them. how truly awful Ezekiel was as a villain. His acting, terrible. He was like, I can't let you win, Madam Web. You're destroy everything I've built. What? What have you built? Cause there's, there's... Did he do all of that to find that? Like, is this no, because like there's, there's, the there's, se- there's two separate things. Yeah. Because he wants the spider powers. But he gets them. And he, he has, does get that. And he has other stuff. He's built some empire where he's rich. And then he's like, oh shit, I'm having dreams. Is that dreams. before or after he got the spider powers, you think? I, I, I assume it's like after. I think after. But it seems like he's the still whole... in the research. Right, because he's like super strong and powerful now, so he can just, I don't know, somehow, he somehow parlays that into being rich, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And, he's, they, and he goes home with, takes a, the fucking head of the NSA home and, and then he, he kills, kills her. her. Now, is that all in service of him finding these girls so he can kill them because he's scared they're going to kill him? But like you said in your, your letterbox I saw, it's like, what is his actual, does he have any motivations outside of that? Like, what's he about? That's the only line we get is him saying, "You'll destroy everything I've built," right, which like, seems distinct from him finding them. But in no way does it explain how. Like, does he have like some kind of criminal organization, I don't which know. is how he's rich, or some other some non? We we yeah, we really have no no way of knowing how, where he gets these resources from, mm-hmm. or why, or what his again, what his deal is. Pretty much at all, other than he wanted to, he killed. He killed Madame Webb's mom to get the spider powers, and now that he has them, he's going to use them to kill these girls so that he can continue to not be dead. Also, why do you have to kill the mom? Find the spider, just make more spiders. It kind of seems like it's like, oh, the gun went off in the struggle. Don't you think? It's, I feel like that's kind of how it's played. Because like, he's like, give it, come on, give it. And she's like, no. And he's like, give it, come on. And it goes on like way too long. Yeah, but he kills like, the other two people beforehand. Well, because those guys were like the, I don't know, guard dudes. But he was the guard. They were me- I don't know, man. I, I don't think he was gonna originally going to murder the pregnant woman, I like to think, but maybe I'm wrong. It seemed like it was like, it, it literally seemed like the gun went off in the struggle kind of thing, and then he's like, oh, well, shit. Well, you're dead. I'll See you. I think that's what it was. But Yeah, he's like, what is his deal? He's not like this in the comics, Ezekiel. He's like a, okay. he's a Spider-Man ally. He's like a good dude. Sometimes he dresses up like Spider-Man like that kind of, but it's, it's for good reasons. He's like, he's part of the whole thing. I don't remember his deal. I've not read a lot of it, but. Like how he only jumps because he's involved in like Spider Verse stuff. And he shows up post Brand New Day, you know, after Spider Man's wife and child are gone. He's like, "Hey, it's me, I'm Ezekiel." You've been set back to zero, Spider Man, because comic writers hate you. Or Brand New Day, or whatever. I always get a model. I think it's Brand New Day. I think he's in Brand New Day. He's like, "I'm here. It's a Brand New Day. I'm Ezekiel. John Ramada Jr. drew me. How do you like that? <laughs> That's Peter Parker. And he's like, "How do you? How are you? How are you crawling around these walls, Ezekiel?" And he's like, "Don't worry about it. Wouldn't you like to know?" Well, we'll address that later. But yeah, he's just a villain in this. A terrible villain. If they wanted it to be like a villain who wants the spider stuff, why didn't they just make it one of the vampires? Make it fucking Morlun or someone. That other one. They had to bring Morbius into it. One of those. What's that alien called? Karn or Kate? No, I don't know. Coon? Coon? Let's see. Karn. That's his name. Karn. Too close to Carnage for my taste. Well, there's also Kane, who's a Spider-Man. Huh. Kane is like evil Ben Riley. He's like a he's like an additional clone, but he's like an evil clone. No, not evil. Evil clones are the worst. He's like, but he, I think he maybe turns good by the end. They all turn good by the end. But he's dead, I think. Oh, thank God. For now. 
Oh, because someone, yeah, because someone kills, so he's dressed, you know how it is. He's dressed up like Ben Riley, I think, and someone kills him thinking he's Ben Riley. Maybe. Classic. I think he dies in his, I think one of those vampires gets him, I think is what it is. Hmm. They think he's just the spider. Whatever. So, yeah, the movie ends with no, like, super superhero stuff, really. Again, the, the best she gets is, like, I can project. Astral project. Astral projection, basically. She blocks a firework with a piece of rubble. Because she knows it's coming, which is fine, but, like, what the fuck? What a stupid movie. Who made this? Why would you do this? I mean, why? What are they doing? What's going on, man? How do they keep doing? Because it's like, what is this? Again, so now is there going to be like anywhere between one to three additional movies where we can actually get the origins of these additional? Like, do Are they all going to spin off of this? Are we somehow going to have to do the convoluted MCU thing of like, now Julia Carpenter gets her own movie. Where's the rest of the characters? Don't worry about Don't it. Don't worry about it. So then we can then we can do Maddie Franklin, and then then they can what come back together with Madame Web. So there's at least five movies. Are, are they gonna like somehow bring these characters up into the the you know modern day? Probably. Knowing them, they're not gonna explain it either. They're just gonna cut to they're just gonna be like, or yeah, it's still Sydney Sweeney. She's only 29 now or whatever, but it's been 15 years. Who cares? You're not paying attention. None of you are. <laughs> You either already hate these or you like them anyways. And if you, either way, you're not paying attention. <laughs> either way, you're on your phone. I just don't get it. How do they, like, the weird thing is, right? These are obviously expensive movies. I mean, there's so many movies. Like, there's a degree of, of competence that goes into making these, right? Mm-hmm. They're not genuinely, like, student film ass. Right. Like, there's they're bad. But then there's some competent things that ha- I mean, also, there is some genuinely, like, they break the 180 rule at one point. There's this one scene that got posted around on Twitter a bunch this week because it looks like Dakota Johnson's like going into a car to save Dakota Johnson who's in the car. <laughs> she's not, but it's just they yeah. do a weird editing camera thing where it looks like it. So there's stuff like that. And like you said, there's stuff in the beginning that's dumb and then there's weird CGI shit that's bad at the end. But by and large, it's like you can tell that, I don't know, there's at least a bare minimum of, of competence that's been met here. But then it's just like, yeah, the script is abysmal. Who, like, how, do these ha- how does this keep happening? Dude, green lighting this stuff. Tony. I guess Venom made enough money, but haven't the Morbius last... did not make Morbius any Morbius didn't. Money. I, I guess Ven- this was already in motion. Maybe they'll finally start to like shift gears. Maybe that's why they canceled it on Muerto. Because <laughs> it's like, what are they doing? Yeah, maybe Craven and Venom 3 be the last for at least a little bit. I just don't get it. How are they all so consistently terrible is the thing. I've seen... I saw some projection that Man and Web was going to be under Morbius. Wow. In like the opening weekend, like Man was like, well, it's got to. I mean, twenty five right? million and Morbius. It's probably a worse 39. movie, and there's they've burned up any goodwill, right? Yeah. Why would anyone ever go? Why would anyone who isn't us go to see this movie? Either you don't understand, either like they're already sick of Marvel in general, or if they do know, like, oh no, this is the different Marvel, they'd be like, oh yeah, the different Marvel that's horrible that nobody likes. That I don't like any of those. At least with the MCU, it's like I like some of those. You'd be like, if if someone ever explained to you, like, yeah, this is the same as as those Venom movies and that Morbius movie, you'd be like, ah. I, I shall never see this. Yeah, I never want to watch this again. What would make me want to watch? And then you say, "Hey, this is based off of this is the same universe as Morbius, which is terrible, and Venom, which is terrible, and this movie is also terrible." No one's gonna go see this. Why would they? No, of course not. It's insane. What's going on? I just, I just I, I can't. I, I don't get it. Jay. I just can't wait for Craven the Hunter and see how bad that one is. Probably just as bad. Maybe it'll be even worse. Maybe it'll just make less and less money. And then Venom Two will inexplicably make like a hundred million dollars. Venom 3, excuse well, me. Yeah, because people like the Venom ones. If anything's going to make money, it, it would be that. Even though I think it's pretty much just as bad. They I all know. look the same. They're all weird and dark and dumb. I hate them. They're terrible. I really do. I saw a thing where Dakota Johnson was like, 
yeah, I was not so sure. And then Elizabeth Olsen was like, yeah, it should be good. It's the same. It reminded me of when Matt Smith was, he says that he was like, oh, I didn't know about being in this. And then I talked to Karen Gillan, Karen Gillan and she was like, yeah, do it. They, these people both thought they were going to be in the MCU, didn't they? They definitely thought. Which I know for like, you know, the, the big cape shit haters out there, they're going to be like, there's no difference. The MCU sucks. You know, MCU vacation, blah, blah, blah. But I think for everyone else, e- even still, whether you like the MCU or not, there's a difference. <laughs> Clear difference. There's a difference. Say what you about Black Widow. That movie makes sense, at least. Right. You can watch right. it. It's coherent as a yeah. film. You can you, you can you can not like, you know, Ant Man three, but like, you know, things happen in order and like they're set up properly. Do you want to see a list of all the crazy things Dakota Johnson has said on the tour? Absolutely. All right. Rattle them off for me. Um she said she's seen exactly four percent of the Marvel movies. Dunk. Um, exactly four. I don't even think. I think that's probably generous. Um, someone asked. They tried to ask her to to like name all the Spider Man movies, and she didn't. She was like Spider Man, and then Spider Man's back again, and and Spider Man's uh, here. He is. Oh boy! <laughs> it, was, it was literally that tier of, of thing. Hey, I can appreciate that. I'm a big proponent of that kind of bit. Um, she suggested she should get an Oscar for her stunt driving. <laughs> uh, the she was on a show where they said she would be doing 35 Marvel movies for the rest of her life, and she. Did a big face about it. <laughs> Here it was. <laughs> oh, that, I I know that. I like the interview. He's fun. <laughs> He's fun. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's good fun. Goblet of Spider-Man. Uh, I don't know. Oh, there's the one. The guy tried. Someone tried to ask her about her researching spiders in the Amazon line. And she was like, huh? He was like, it went viral. And she was like, what? She just completely had no knowledge of it. Which I guess fair. Because it is online, she said. So it was just a bunch of fun stuff i guess i do think this listen you know jack you know our position about nepo babies of which dakota johnson is one of the most well-documented ones right absolutely absolutely it's negative we have a negative stance correct yes of course and i don't think listen just because she was in a bad movie and made a couple of ha-has about it i don't think that excludes her frankly i think it's i think this is evidence of the nepo baby privilege you know she's so she's so confident and entrenched in her position in the industry that she's actively making fun of movies she's in she's in so go on snl and just be like what are you gonna do about it i mean i'm don johnson's daughter you can't stop me i'm gonna be in this movie and i'm not even gonna try and then i'm gonna make fun of it afterwards (laughs) who's gonna stop me you know i'm gonna talk to my dad is that not how it feels that's how it feels to me a little bit what's she doing come on try a little at least Convince somebody to see it. Jesus Christ, Dakota Johnson. Again, you're not even good in it. She's not even trying. Or she was trying. Who knows? What do you like? I, I don't know what makes it better. They make it worse than each in a unique way. Oh, this was funny. They asked her to name uh, which Marvel character she liked the most, and she couldn't say any, even though she compl- uh, supposedly is friends with Elizabeth Olsen and asked <laughs> her about it. Come, you can't even say Scarlet Witch? Come on. Or, or just say whichever one Elizabeth Olsen plays. Oh, yeah. You saw you, you mentioned SNL. On SNL, she said that Madam Web was like if AI generated your boyfriend's fi- perfect movie, which is, well, whatever. It is just a joke. But also, it's dumb because this is not your boyfriend's perfect movie. This is a worse version of... This is not a, There Will Be Blood. This is a bad version of a movie your boyfriend would like. We the, the, the Your boyfriend's perfect movie is already like Avengers Endgame. Like, that's why it's... A th- but you can't just say that for this. This is terrible. I guess that's why it's if AI generated. Yeah. It's a worse version of it. Again, that was before the movie came out. Come on, Dakota. Like, maybe she, they're trying to go back. The producers around. from Adam Weber over there, like Jesus, fuck. They've She's all checked killing out. us. 
They know. They must know it's not going to make any money. Yeah, but why would... Again, they wouldn't want her to, like, That's actively true. sabotage it. It's not in her... It, <laughs> it's just not in her contract. I can sabotage this. And then apparently, to cap it all off in an interview, she said she was... She is, in fact, not a sarcastic person. <laughs> Which, I guess that's kind of fun. That's a fun time. Has she? Is she good? Like, in anything? I don't... The only thing I know her from is Fifty Shades of Grey. I've never seen those. Me neither. They're not really for me, I think. I don't... Oh, I don't think they are. Because I was like... I I agree. That's the only thing I know. And then she was in this. And I'm like, is, is she good in anything? Is she... She's, she's in, in the, the social network. She's in the office as well. I think it's... she the, really? It's just the very, very end. I saw some clip of her on Seth Meyers where she was talking about how she loved The Office and they she got in at the very end and she thought she only was going to have to film for like a day, but she'd be here for like two weeks and she hated it. She's in 21 Jump Streets. Oh, she's in The Office. She's called Dakota. Huh? Dakota Kevin's. I don't know. I can't read the rest of it. Well, there you go. Did you oh. hear me say 21 Jump Street? I did. I did. Look at that. Look at that. Kevin's replacement. I guess she's maybe at the very end. I think, uh, yeah. She's like at the after f- they've, I don't know. It's like, like the epilogue kind she's of She's in the 2014 uh, Aaron Paul Need for Speed. There you go. That's pretty good. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. I've never seen him. At least she was in stuff. I Yeah, I don't know. any. She's, I feel like she's not actually, she's in Black Mass. Okay. Obviously, the, all the Fifty Shades. Oh, she's in Bad Times at the El Royale. Never seen that one. Me neither. And none of these are really jumping out at me. Well, we'll get away from Madam Web. We'll never talk about it again until Crave the Hunter. So what I could take out of that? I feel like they're setting her up for, like, Nick Fury, no? <laughs> it's like they want me to think Madam Web's going to be their Nick Fury. But I don't care about any of these. They've made a miscalculation, Jack. I don't care about any of these movies. I was really hoping that Ezekiel would be alive in the credit scene, and then Morbius would pick him up with Vulture. <laughs> hey, we're putting together a team. We don't like Spider-Man. Hey, then, hey Dr. M. And then he can also be like, I don't know who that is. And Morbius <laughs> is like, yeah, man, me neither. This guy's insane. He's a different mask in, in this ver- in this universe in the MCU. He's like, do you guys mean Spider Woman? Because I was dealing with some of those. It was like uh, four that- actually. There's four of them. Is that what you meant? I, just, f- I can I could just see it now, Jay. At the end of fucking Craven the Hunter, Craven the Hunter she'll be like, I'm in the web. <laughs> Come, Craven. We're putting together a team. Is he gonna be good guy? Is he gonna be good guy at the end? Well, because they're making him an anti-hero, because he's like, well, they're all anti. They're all. <laughs> there are no villains, remember? Except for the one, except, except for the evil versions of the of, of the, the existing hero. of the existing villains who they kill. Each time they're just like, all right, we have this villain. How do we make them a hero? We'll just make a more evil version of them. Great, great. Yeah, I, I, no, he's like an anti-hero because he's protecting the animals or whatever. Fuck off! I, I never saw that trailer. Yeah, that, no, that's what he's about. He's like, I'm, I'm doing it for the animals. I think it'll be more. I'm fun- protecting the environment. The you only know? fun thing about the Crave of the Hunter is that I will have not watched the trailer because I don't, we didn't cover it for whatever reason because we have some dignity. Uh, well, there'll have to be more before they put it out. Oh, I won't watch it. Okay, I don't. I won't watch any of it. When's it come out? October. Be a fun bit. I don't know. Mine. They put out that trailer before they had to move it. So I'm saying they're gonna have to like put out more. They're gonna have to do marketing again before it comes out. They're I not just gonna. They're not just gonna drop it. Let's see here. So you know the weird thing too is like August thirtieth. There you go. We're still in that beginning of the year era where it's like you you drop movies to die. Like did they yeah. think that about Madam Web? Because it seems like there's a decent marketing push behind it. And they seem to have at least some confidence in this movie, but they shouldn't have. It's terrible. It's awful. But it is also again in that no confidence zone time of the month uh, the year. So what are we what are we doing? Who knows? Horrible. But anyway, we can actually move on out of this. It's just, they're so bad, Jack. How do they keep doing this? I don't know, but we're going to move on, for real. How, Jack? I don't know. Stop interrupting me. We're racket tagging. It's over. We're going we're gonna to do a trailer trash, trailer cash, lightning round, roundup, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we got a bunch of trailers from the Super Bowl and uh, ancillary after that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and we're going to talk about some of them. 
Uh, all right. Some of these we've already kind of covered. At least we've covered the movies themselves. We may as well just let's power through them. So do those first. Planet of the Apes. So Planet of the Apes. We got another one of. It's more Planet of the Apes. And we got to. I mean, it, as usually is right with a with a full trailer after your teaser, we get more of the idea of the actual story. So this one is like this guy, the the villain guy is the king chimp. He's the king champion. That's right. So he's descend. He's claiming it seems. I guess we'll know one way or the other. But it, he's like. He's the emperor guy, so he's descended from Caesar, or at least he's he's claiming to be so. Mm. Um, which probably, I thought that's that probably the protagonist. Well, yeah, I thought the protagonist was going to be, but it seems like maybe not. Which is fun. I think that's a fine enough direction to take it. Mm. It doesn't have to be like direct. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Oh, this guy's go- the hero because he's a. Dis- it could just be like yeah, somewhere along the way, Caesar's descendants were assholes, and so now there's a new guy, completely unrelated, who gets to be the hero. He gets to do the fine. the idea of Caesar. Yeah, that's that's cool, right? So this guy's like twisted and he's like, I am in charge. I'm Caesar. I think my name is also Roman. I'm called Proximus or some shit. I saw, you know, it didn't say get it. it. I I do get it. Yeah. Uh, They should have called him Neo. That'd been fun. Um, Or Nero. 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 Wrong movie. Gustus. I thought maybe the, like the actual good guy would be like Octavian or some shit. (laughs) I saw somewhere, not in this trailer, um, but that the whole thing is that he disco- he rediscovers electricity, and oh. that's why they have the shocking things in the oh, teaser. Yeah, so and that's why he gain- he that's why he becomes like this weird tyrant because okay. he's like, oh, now I have this new weapon. Yeah, they're like learning stuff again. Yeah, the humans are struggling even worse. They've descended all the way to like Planet of the Apes, like original kind of territory. They're doing Planet of the Apes. They're doing Planet of the Apes, kind of. But one smart and wears pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one, and it's like, oh, maybe we can work together, which is what these movies ultimately have been about. Mm-hmm. They're embracing that more so than the originals. I think this new kind of era of Planet of the Apes is like, no, we're we're cool. We can be together. Human and apes together, strong. You know, and they do a little bit where they talk about how advanced humans were, and we see a destroyed Golden Gate Bridge and all it's that. Like, Holy shit! How they make that? Oh. oh, they could talk across the ocean. What the hell? I'm an orangutan. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that wild? crazy, man? They could talk across the ocean. Look at me go! Look at my big face. <laughs> can you believe that? Talk across the oceans, dude. Holy shit. Holy fucking shit, dog. Isn't that shit crazy? It's all so like, I'm a big... Oh, I don't... Oh, oops. They're doing eagle training. That's fun. Dude, horses. They're like hunting humans for sport, it seems. They don't have guns yet, though. They, well, they've lost them, it seems. They had guns before, you know? Yeah. So but they depressed. also had guns, which is interesting, because they all had, in the original film, Planet of the Apes, they do they, have guns. They have yeah. guns, and they That's hunt true. humans they like do this. Have guns. They do have guns. So it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess it seems like they're maybe not as great as they thought. The apes? Yeah, I don't know, because they, you know, the first two, or the first, well, the first one is just literally two, but then the first two, or this, this, rather the second and third one mm-hmm. are like still pretty early days of like a post-apocalypse type scenario. So I guess they were just holding on to stuff, you know, like they still yeah. had guns and ammo and everything. But I guess now it's been long enough, presumably they that, ran out of ammo and they don't know how yeah, to make new guns. But now they don't, and they've lost the knowledge of it. Yeah. Because the apes are good and all, but I guess they didn't have like industry, you know. No, yeah, that's a tough part. They got. They got trained eagles, though. That's sick. That's pretty cool, yeah. They're, they're good at animal husbandry to a degree, because they have horses and stuff. They're doing masks and effigies. Yeah, that's, that's a fun that's, thing to do. Neat, so, uh, But again, the thing is, the humans are even worse off, it seems. so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so it's going to be like him and then the... I don't know what the, the Noah girl's about. She's got something going on. Does it, does it say? Just they, like, they just said that she's smarter. She's like smarter than She them. probably can talk or nearly talk. Oh, do, you think, do you think the other humans can't talk anymore? Well, that's how it is in the original. I've never seen the original one, to be honest with you. That's for that. Fuck you. For the Planet of the Apes oh, from like nineteen sixty. You gotta watch. Gotta watch Planet of the Apes. Watch no, the original. We've established this. Jack. The original is a staple no, point of sci-fi. You're not wrong about that. 
Well, but I also know it. the end. I, I know everything that happens in it, so it's one of those, you know? Okay, well, in the in the original Planet of the Apes, the whole thing is that all, none of the humans can speak. I didn't know they could And speak. Charlton has... Even, the, even the, the, one he, the one he bangs? No, yeah, they're all mute. And the thing is... The one he runs away with at the end. Yeah, she can't talk either? Yeah. It's like weird. a good wife. I was going to say, that's how Charlton <laughs> probably would want it, huh? But yeah, but the whole thing he is... He smacks her, doesn't he? He does. He does that. He also kisses, like, one of the apes who has, like, a fiancé in front of him. Weird. At the end of the movie. Um... But yeah, the whole thing is that they can't talk, and then Charles injures his throat, and oh. he's trying to speak, and they're like, "Well, look, he's 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 not actually a man." And then he does, and then he says, "Get your filthy hands off me!" And they're like, "Oh my apes. god, he can sing, okay. he can talk." And then he and no, then you're he, right, because yeah, I, I I guess I did kind of know that they've gone full circle where they're like, they're not even intelligent. They yeah, even, so I guess that's kind of what's happening here. Is he's like, these humans are stupid. They're not even. They're barely alive. Look at these stupid. Let's hunt them. To, let's kill them all. Round them they're up. Barely alive. So. He's going to be like, look at this one can talk. Although, I, language is such a hard... They would have to all talk or none of them could talk, I think. You can't just have one person who has language. That's not really how that works. But they, I, they, she, she, they probably, she probably can make sound. Maybe. they probably. I think... I don't know. They don't explain the first one, but I assume the idea is that at some point, like, they lose, like, their voice. That's way back. Do like, we even know? Like, when did we first get language? How far back do you have to go before, like, hominids had language? Um, that's crazy did neanderthals have language probably i would assume they were smart like us yeah weren't they not smart enough no dumbasses got there <laughs> we got them we got them good eat humans or probably actually we are unsure okay <laughs> there you go thanks science uh neanderthals had the capacity to perceive and produce human speech oh yeah that Makes sense. They were really similar. I would hope so. They were like us, but like a little different. Like cousins. They were our, our good cousins. There's high evidence that they were able to speak because we share a gene responsible for language. How can you have a gene responsible for language? is like a construct. That doesn't make sense. Maybe it's like forming words. I mean, it, that would, again, that would just mean they were capable of language, speech. Surely. Yeah. I think it might, be a, it might be a gene like how your throat is set up. Yeah. Because you can. That's one of the big things we got. Language. And those. um. And those vampires that used to hunt us and eat us. Language and thumbs. I think those are really our, two of our greatest... Ooh, and stamina. Best tool. Yeah, well, yeah. That's well, the yes. third one. That's yes, the third and one. stamina. I know. But those are one of the... Some of the, the as they say, Jack, that's what separates us from the... From the apes. From the beasts. But maybe not. Oh, but then the apes can talk too. Oh, they got a kingdom. Oh, shit. Anyway. I love these movies, man. I'm excited for this one. Um, It's fun. Uh, What's another one we did? Godzilla? Godzilla. Godzilla trailer to Kong New Empire. We get more stuff. We get more kaiju. Just fights. as dumb as the first one, I'd say. I think it's. I think it's more fun because we see the kaiju. Actually, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna amend that. Dumber. Dumber. <laughs> Damn. It's like, look at. There's even more. What can you even believe it? And we're making dumb quips. I hate it. Um, no, the dumb. Yeah, it's gonna be dumb quips. And there's, there's more human stuff in this one, which is annoying. And it's like, is there anything to this other than we're gonna go into the middle of the planet and beat up all the monkeys? Well, the, oh, the monkeys gonna come up because they fight in that city at the end. Yeah. So uh, they, wow, Godzilla they, and Kong fighting in a city. Who could imagine that? Yeah, but, but there's another one. There's another Kong. It's a big another ape. It's Scar, the Scar King. How do you think? That, what do you think is going to be the explanation for how they like convince Godzilla to help? Because it doesn't seem like he's really has a vested interest in anything going on here. Oh, I think the idea is like in any Godzilla movie, be, yeah. where like another lizard thing is going to threatens to take over his turf, and he's like, "Well, I can't have this." Because we get alluded to. The, the mystery other kaiju, Simu, I think it's I think that's how you pronounce it, uh, which is like some white ice dragon looking fucking thing. We see a little glimpse of it in the trailer, but they cut away quick enough. Um, and that's what I think is just like... And you also think Mothra is going to be in this as well again, right? Yes. Because it was some... I saw some leak about it, and then like 
there's a if you look at the little girl's eye they cut away from the quick you can see mothra in it and there's a big cocoon the guy touches i'm like gotta be mothra right um, she's a red ass. They're probably just gonna kill Mothra again. <laughs> they do in every well, Mothra movie. She gets to be a cocoon and come back. Yeah, over, right? they're just gonna. They're probably gonna have the Skarking Ripper and Aff and Eater or whatever. I we do it every time, and I think Mothra's dumb. So you're wrong. It's funny how she's wrong just a big moth. Be. It's so weird. It's just. A, it feels like it's just incongruous. We've talked about it. It's not incongruous. There's a giant orangutan now. Shut up. Grow up. Yeah, but okay, fair, fair enough. But usually Kong is a separate. Like, yeah, that's why Kong doesn't usually, you know. Actually, hang out with Godzilla. That's a that's how recent it. Well, no, no they it's not. back in the day. The but third Godzilla movie had not, a fight. It's not Kong. usually the case at all. Normally, these are distinct because yeah, it's like some of these are completely fantastical creatures, and some of them are other animals, just big, big, like the big turtle one, Gamera. gorilla, but just big, Gamera, the big gorilla. How, how like what's what's how, what's the evolutionary path there? How do we get to a point where we have gorillas and also just gorillas but big? Well, the well, the the erected gorillas is very simple. Fell into the hollow earth. Okay. And the sun under the hollow earth made them bigger. <laughs> made them huge. Made them humongous. You know, okay. you know how you know how the inside of the earth makes you grow like a hundred feet tall. Right. Yeah. But, but then all, but then also those apes crawl out of the ground and live on Skull Island sometimes, like in Kong Skull Island. And uh, how long ago was this? Because they don't seem to have evolved past that. I don't know. So it was somehow, and they at some <laughs> at the same point in history where modern gorillas, as we understand them, already existed. They fell into the hollow earth and became big, but it's and so it's been recent enough that they can't not change further enough. evolved. Yeah. They're still just gorillas, but big. They don't really look any different. They got hit with the bigify ray. Cool. There's also a great line in the beginning, which is, I mean, I'll say it, silly when they're like, "Well, of course, all the titans," which I guess is what they, I forgot which they call Godzilla. The titans protect nature, titans, yeah. and the and the and the apes protected humans, like. What? When? When was this? <laughs> I say the beginning of that trailer. I think we were talking, huh. so you missed it. It's unimportant. That's dumb. Yeah, really. The only why are the why do the the Kongs not get to be considered Titans? I wish I knew. I Protected thought, humans. We've like the the apes have only been around around as long as humans. Are they only were on our team for that long? They protected us from the Godzillas. Why? And we've forgotten about them. It's tough. Guys, <laughs> just for going the hollow. Stupid. Order. Um, I really don't. I, I just don't, I just don't, I can't see it, Jack. I can't see the vision. I'm sorry, but I just don't the, get oh, it. Okay, but the vision is this scene where he has a big glove and he punches the Skar King in the face. He knocks his it. tooth out. You said it before. That's the vision. There's just nothing, like, there's no, there's no reference to any of this. There's no scale. Because they are just all CGI. Yeah, but ex- the except buildings. they're in the hollow earth for a lot of it, and I just don't care. Mm-hmm. At some point, it's like, how, what, what's leading me, what's, what is there to lead me to believe that these are actually big and not just a bunch of normal size monkeys because how could you tell it's just a bunch of monkeys hanging out they cut to a human you're just like so now but imagine they were all big <laughs> i think they were bigger than you could even imagine i don't get it i don't see, i just can't see it maybe i do just hate fun um that's been well documented but i don't i feel like you're usually the one who hates fun yeah, but i think I we document you hating fun more than me and then mad. now i have to hate this i just don't i, I don't I'm not, I'm not like very opposed to it i just have no enthusiasm for it I just can't, I can't see it, Jack. You know, can't see it. But what about at the end when the Scar King takes his giant vertebrae and throws a building at Kong? I thought not, that was dumb. Is that I not think fun? it's dumb that they that he's wielding a spine as a weapon. Him and Godzilla both seem to have, or him and King Kong Wolf, right? Is there not a point where Kong has one too? Uh, Kong's got the um, he's got the axe. Oh, whatever. I think he got the Godzilla. Axe. We assume it's a Godzilla spine, right? I think just like Kong's, like you can understand why Godzilla might have beef with these people. Like Jesus. they keep killing him. Stop, stop using my bones. And then they keep yeah using the, using the like the, the <laughs> remains of his 
of his kinsmen as as weaponry. And they're like, be like, be like, Jesus, Kong! Last movie you were attacking <laughs> me with an axe made of my own. Now you're now this. Does he just have one of our spines? <laughs> Good lord! Have you no decency? He didn't tell you about this sooner. So spines don't work like that. I was right. When someone's him. dead, right? Yeah, the spines don't stick together like a whip. No, it break apart. There's nothing connecting the no, vertebrae the anymore. Worth gravity. What's connecting the vertebrae still? Yeah, it's a, it's a little, little, it's glue. It glued it all together. Like, is there just metal in there? What's going on? <laughs> Why is it like a weird, flexible, bendy whip But thing? it's also his sash. He's but it's g- like, it like it's, clips together. But it's still rich. It's stupid. It's dumb. I just don't get it. Like I said, even compared to other, like, I, I'm, I'm sure there's someone who's like, well, how come this CGI mess is any worse than any other CGI mess? And maybe there's truth to that. But, like, I don't know, normally those have people in it. There's people in this movie. Yeah, but not really. They're not the protagonist. Like it's all like all the action center around these big monsters. Oh yeah, and there it's like, oh look at it. How about when CGI Captain Marvel flies into the CGI thing, and it's like, fair enough. But at least you can be like, oh, that's a human. There's like human stakes to this. There's like growth and, and there's arcs. monkey stakes to this. Yeah. Ape stakes. Yeah, there is ape stakes. <laughs> there's two ape stake movies this year. Planet of the Apes, Kong, guys, it likes Kong. And again, Planet of the Apes is is somehow so much more human. That's like there's people, no and they're talking. I guess because they can speak mm, and they can have like thoughts and ideas. Is that that deaf girl can like talk yeah. to Kong telepathically? There's like complex ideas about like, the, like those the monkeys in <laughs> on freaking Planet of the Apes are like philosophizing of, like the nature of man and society. And then these guys are just like, I've got a power fist. <laughs> give him the give him the power glove. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna punch him in the face. So I guess it's pretty trailer cash that they um destroy the pyramids of pyramids. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, Knuckles? Knuckles. Who they just cares? Did, how, how, can you believe that this exists and they just are doing the same thing where he just and has a get, different human companion in a car? And they get, can, it, you believe, can you believe it? I turned off the trailer. <laughs> Once that turned out, I turned it off. I haven't watched the rest of it. I was like, this is a this is like a parody of what they would do. And they got Idris Elba to do it. He was in The Wire. Right? He did The Wire. But like, people still enjoy these apparently. Have you seen any of these movies? No, not one of them. Yeah, me neither. I'm an adult. I watched Godzilla. <laughs> Maybe we'll we'll do the proper thing, and we'll just we're gonna skip the first two movies, and we'll skip Knuckles the series, and we'll just watch three when they put in Shadow the Hedgehog. I just want to see Shadow say edgy stuff, right? I want to do the stupid. Who are they gonna thing. get to be Shadow? Who sh- who should they get? Oh, good question. Wow, this is gonna this that would be should it be like a should it be like a comic actor doing like a silly voice? Or should it be like a dramatic actor. He's got a no. Oh, I, it could be ben, the one I guess because Ben Schwartz is like Sonic, but yeah. like I don't know who Tails is. I don't either. Um, I think Christopher Walken should be Shadow. Hey, Sonic! Get freaking what's his name? Oh, get uh, get Clancy Brown. He could be Shadow. He does voices. He does them all That's the time. Right. He does do voices. Get um, God, what's his name? Joker. Joker. <laughs> Mark Hamill? No. Walking <laughs> Phoenix. Walking Phoenix. <laughs> Let's get Jared Leto to be Shadow. Yeah, there you go. I think I I hope Silver shows up at some point just to have them all. Let's get them all. Oh, in yeah, there. you got to get them all eventually. Does Metal Sonic show up in the second in one of these? I don't know. Has he already shown up? I, <laughs> I don't, don't know. Get Rogue the Bat or Rouge, oh, whatever her name is. The, I, I've seen some tweet about that where it's like, you guys aren't ready for when they put Titty Bed in this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, put in, get them all in there. Get a uh, Jinx the Cat. If anything, at get this point, get the Cat. As, if anything, at this point, they're behind. Yeah. Yeah. Get Cream and Cheese in there. Get There's no Amy. Amy. Yeah. Come on, fellas, you're behind. Who's the other one? Get Just um, open the floodgates. Vex, Charmy. Well, I was gonna say they're doing it in order, but they're not. Because Tails isn't really in the first one. He's in the second one, right? Because yeah. he's in Sonic Two. Yeah, I think he is. And then, or it was, it was Knuckles in Sonic Two. No, Knuckles is in Sonic Three and Sonic Three and Knuckles. 
Sonic and Knuckles. Right? Sonic and Knuckles, and then it's also Sonic Three. Is that Sonic? Which one? I don't know. I don't they're know the they're technically kind of both Sonic Three because you can Are play they? them together. You can oh, play them separately, wow. but also you wow. can combine them sometimes. There you go. And that's all I know. See, that's what I thought. But then he was in the second, so it didn't really work, does it? And also, if you put Shadow in the third one, he certainly was not in this third Sonic. <laughs> no, he's got to have a So at this point, though. you may as well just open the floodgates. Get him on. Where's man. the gun? Big's the cat and rope. Yeah, we got to have Shadow a gun, right? Otherwise, what's he doing? What's he there for? He's there to go. To the, you to can't escape. just have him run but be, be mad. That's not enough. Give him a gun, you cowards. Give him a machine gun. Shall I, do that scene where his, his friend dies. The little girl. Dr. Eggman's daughter, maybe? Is I think, that how it is? I, I think it's Dr. Eggman's granddaughter's... Oh, grand, right. Grandfather's daughter. So maybe his aunt or something? Dr. Eggman's aunt? I think. Wow. Don't quote he me He gets on cloned it. at one point, doesn't he? And there's like a He gets cloned a bunch. Oh, okay. Cool. He's, he's <laughs> big clone. <laughs> Woo! Um, clone yeah, this is... It's pretty trailer trash that they put him in a freaking car with a man again. How do they keep <laughs> doing that? They can't keep getting away with this, Jack. Uh, Twisters? You want to talk about Twisters? <laughs> They're doing their Twister sequel? They've, That's crazy. In 2024? <laughs> what the fuck? God right? I mean, bro. what? What happened? Last year, movies were back, and now we're doing Twister sequels? Insane, right? We're doing disaster movies in 2024? In current year? <laughs> and it's what's-his-name from... It's Maverick. What's he called? He was also in Anyone But You. I don't know. It wasn't he, just? And there was also the guy from Games, from Dumb Money, and also... The and lady from <laughs> Dumb Money is that is that his legacy, Jack? Dumb Money. Oh, and Transformers: was, Rise of the Beast. I was gonna say Hamilton, but he's in Hamilton. Yeah, he's he's Hamilton's. He's Hamilton. Best no, he's Hamilton's best friend and then son. Huh. The son who dies in a duel. I thought you've seen Hamilton. I've seen half of Hamilton. Well, that's not gonna twist it. <laughs> well, then you saw the half where he was Hamilton's best friend, it, and it didn't make a big impact on me. But then he dies, and then he's Hamilton's son, and then he dies. And then we got the lady from um, Mormon Show. Is she? I th- the murdered wife, huh? I think so. What else is Anthony Ramelson? Oh, he's in A Star is Born. Oh, he's, he was in In the Heights. There you go. You got to give that to him. He wasn't In the Heights. I'll give him In the Heights. Yeah, so it's imagine everybody was going for a twist. Imagine the plot of Twister, but with an S. I guess. It looks exactly the same. I think I don't like Twister as a movie. Do you like Twister? I've seen parts of Twister when I was a young boy, but I don't remember it very well. So I, I, won't, I won't speak on that. I, um, I just, I don't know. I guess I just don't care about disaster movies like that, huh? Especially now. What the fuck are you making them? Probably learned a lesson with San Andreas. This is an update to the 1996 film Twister. An update. <laughs> so, is it, is it, it's, I thought it was, I was hoping it was all like the a DLC sequel. in this. All the DLC. I guess I prefer the idea that it's a sequel. I guess, I don't know. Do you do legacy sequels now or do you do reboots? Which one's more cliche at this point? Look, we had a big era of reboots, and then we had a big era of legacy, legacy sequels, where it was kind of a reboot, but it's also like softly implied, like, no, but it's the same. That's how you got, like, Ghostbusters Afterlife or whatever, where it's like, it may as well be a reboot, but also it's not. Well, I guess that one's a pretty direct sequel, actually, now that I think about it. I've never seen it, but. And there's that new Ghostbusters coming out, too. Yeah, terrible. Hate these. I've not seen it. Ghostbusters is the worst, dude. I don't think it's anything we've ever, like, we've not gotten into on this show. You also hate Ghostbusters? Well, I think every, any reasonable person does at this point, where it's like, people have po- we're certainly not the first people to ever point this out, but, like. Ghostbusters as a as a first movie is like just fine. It's just like a pretty good. That's fine. F- pretty funny, whatever comedy thing from the eighties. For it to spawn the thing that it has now, where in, in fucking twenty twenty four we're still making Ghostbusters legacy sequels, like it's some kind of with big epic sweeping trailers, as if this is some kind of like grand fucking franchise. Franchise. One of the big one of the cinematic great fucking ghost yeah, Ghostbusters. Like it's it's on the same likes as fucking. Star Wars. Star Wars or something? It's insane, right? It's too far. Who is it for? What is it? 
Is it just for dudes who, for, like, what, like 50-year-old men who were like, I remember the 80s. I liked it. I liked it. I liked Ghostbusters when I was a kid. And I hated the 2016 Women, one. am I right? They're all just dumb. I don't think the women one is any worse than any of the rest of them. It's just a stupid thing. Glenn Powell's the guy's name. Um, trash. I don't care about trash. disaster movies most of the time. I saw that one. It was called, like, Eye of the Storm or something, maybe, Into the Storm. That was like a found footage tornado movie. I remember liking that, but I saw it at the drive-in when I was like 12, so it's kind of like... So you were like half asleep. It's got that... Yeah, and it was the second one. Oh, you were asleep. No, I saw the whole thing, but I was like, you know... The second one's hard to watch. It usually can be, yeah. And you're kind of cold at like end movie. Even now. You know, I don't even Even as like a big boy, I can't really sit through a second movie at a drive-in. I'm too old for the second movie. We've passed it right (laughs) over. There's like one point... There's there's but a... For one shining moment in a person's life, you can see... It's when you're like 18, maybe. Maybe. But even then, we were working on Saturdays. So, like, it'd be like, time to go for a drive. And it'd be like, no, I was up at 5.30 this morning. I'm going to go to bed now. <laughs> Unless you get a midday mat- nap in, you're you're doomed. And that's if there's no Christmas lights. If you were doing something all day, <laughs> you even work till 3 p.m. You're not getting a midday nap in. It's all over. Uh, Quiet Place, day one. This looks pretty sick. Um, I like the Quiet Place movies, so... You've never seen them because you're nope. a coward. Yeah. That's well documented on the show, yeah, actually, because one know. of the first episodes I talked about Quiet Place, a movie you've never seen. Oh, so yeah. maybe I'll get it. You'll Almost find three years ago now. Can Look you believe that? it? I can, yeah. Time and such. Look at that. So maybe we'll get you to watch them now. I'll be forced to. I'll I got them on Blu-ray. You can borrow them. You don't even got to go seeking for oh. some bullshit streaming service that doesn't because because I hate it now and everything's well, terrible. Maybe it's on Plex. It's probably. <laughs> you're on Plex. I, I'm well aware of Plex. It's a free one like Tubi, I think. And Pluto well, TV. Kind of, well, it's not. Is it not a free one? Like a fully free one like Tubi? It's not supposed to be, I, I don't think. What happened? I think it's like, a, what, for lack of a better term, I think it's just like a good, like a... Uh, like an RC Cola kind of thing? No, no, no. It's like, it's almost like a platform. I don't, I'm, I'm not fully, but like, you can put stuff on there, I think. Oh. You pay for like a server, I think, and then you can post shit. But so it, a lot of people just use it as like a repository for their own. I think you can people a lot of people just pirate stuff and put it on there. Oh, and then you can stream fr- so you can you can stream it like it's a stream, but you're streaming from your own like setup library. But again, it doesn't have to be things that you've legitimately made. gotten. Right, you can just like put. I think so. It's kind of free, but it's not really. Hmm. It doesn't just have everything on there. Normally. I think streaming works. I, you know what? I've taken <laughs> everything we've said. I think it works. I think we're doing great, guys. I'm loving it. <laughs> I, that's how I understand it, at least. I could be wrong, though. Uh, this looks fun. Yeah, looks pretty good. Yeah. Lupita Nyong'o, Jamal and Hansu. Uh, the guy who's going to... Joseph Quinn, the guy who's going to be uh, Human Torch. Oh, yeah? Was he in there? I think he's, I think he's in there. Huh. I think I saw him. Huh. Maybe I just got him on the brain, because uh, we know the Fantastic Forecast now. Very yeah. fun. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? Well, I was going to get to it. Oh, okay. I know we were going to get to it. <laughs> Never mind. Forget anything. Oh, uh, <laughs> damn. Digimon Hansu in A Quiet Place Part 2 is credited as Man on Land. <laughs> man, on, man on Island. What the fuck? Damn, they did my man dirty. No, he didn't get a name. Digimon Hansu is really grinding. He doesn't have a name yet. <laughs> he just said, damn. They do my man's dirty. He really do be grinding. The man doesn't, doesn't but, turn a job down, doesn't seem like. Hey, you know what? He's an actor, damn it. It's like Stephen King. He, yeah. That's his job. But yeah, they're like, this, you know, I feel like they're getting more budget, right? This is a yeah. bigger butt. This is like a more important bigger like, set look, it's, pieces. It's, whole, it's all of New York like collapsing. That's cool. I think it's New York, right? It's New York, didn't it? It's a city, a metropolis of some kind, <laughs> a megapolis of some kind. Um, they destroyed a bridge, but I couldn't tell if it was golden or not. I so. don't think it was gold. I thought it was like a Brooklyn. It, I it, thought it was a bridge of a Brooklyn or otherwise. You know, okay, yeah, it probably was. And the, I do think it's a bit like they're going with like, oh, this is the origin of the Quiet Place universe. 
right in here it says like discover why the world went quiet or whatever I, we know why it went quiet because of all the aliens. Because the right? aliens were attacking in the beginning of this trailer. Is there? I oh, mean, yeah, right there. Is it Joseph Quinn? Oh, no, it oh, good. it had to be. Yeah, I guess there's gonna be like another wrinkle to it all, right? I suppose. Like why we don't win? Why we don't nuke them immediately? Right. Or like why? Yeah. Why a bunch of aliens were enough to actually? Because it's like they're scary and all, but are they like kill seven be- billion people? Kind of scary. Because there's a lot of people who are traveling. Right. There. And there is, like, military and jets and stuff. But then, at the same time, this movie also seems to kind of imply that, like, I don't know. Like, they came from, like, they landed in New York first. But the whole thing is that in, we, we, The Quiet Place 2, in the beginning, has this. It has a day one scene where, wherever the fuck they live, some, although maybe they also live in, maybe they live in New York. They don't, definitely don't live in New York. They live in, like, upstate New York, I think. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's, like, localized at least to that. Region. Maybe the meteor's shower falls on, like, the state of New York, kind of, whatever. But it's like, yeah. It seems like it's just, it's it seemed to imply that the aliens just kind of fell everywhere and ate everybody, or whatever the fuck. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. There Maybe there's there's more to it, and, and we'll figure what that might be. Now, that looks like a... Yeah, it's too short to be golden. Man, it's too city behind it, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, it looks cool. I'm sure it'll be cool. Sure it'll be. We like these. I guess I didn't even check. Let's see. Who's, who's making this? Isn't that, isn't that Johnny Boy? Oh, I don't know. That's what I'm. Do you know? I don't know. I don't know either. That's what I'm saying. So maybe it is, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Oh, Digimon Hansu. Rebel Moon Part Two: The Scar Giver. Oh, that's what it's called. <laughs> uh no, it's it's uh directed by and written by Mark Michael Sarnowski. Hmm. Um, there you go. He's known for Pig, the one with Blue's Cage. Yeah, and Fight Night Legacy. <laughs> hmm. I'm not familiar with that second one. No. <laughs> it's a movie from 2012. Um, oh, it's a three-episode miniseries, maybe? What the fuck? What is that? I don't even... Was it a web series? What is this? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> um. So, yeah, I guess it's not... I guess it's not. You know? Not Johnny Boy at the helm? Johnny See, Boy. probably a producer or something. Uh, Michael Bay's a producer, and so is John Krasinski. Yeah. God bless him. Probably why there's so many explosions. He's probably working on part three, if anything, right? I would assume. Like a, like a nasty guy part three? Because, like, the second... Well, spoiler alert. Like the first one, the second one also kind of ends with like a cliffhanger. Like, hey, we're going to do another one. So I assume that's what we're, we're, we're working towards, right? Yeah, seems so. It's been a couple of years, though. But then I guess stuff happened. Yeah, the, we had a big thing. I don't know if you heard about it. Yeah, so. Delayed it. Also, he's still axing things, too. He's doing Jack Ryan. Which I like. He did Jack Ryan recently, right? There's, I see, Jack Ryan's done now. But the, the last one was recent. Was last year, yeah. Last year, yeah. I remember he going on press tour. Which is the trailer we got? No? yeah, yeah. The big oh, one. Deadpool. The big one. Um, Reach Roadhouse, the big one. Roadhouse! Jake Gyllenhaal's in Roadhouse. He's insane. He's such a lunatic of a man. What's that thing I sent you recently about Jake... Ja- uh, what's his guy's name? Jake Gyllenhaal? Jake Gyllenhaal. Am I crazy, Jack? I always get him like mixed up with Ryan Gosling. You ever do that? Not even once. I kind of get all the bearded white guys for some... I don't know why. I don't know where I draw the line, but it's like bearded white guys of a certain age. I kind of can conflate them all. I think Jake Gyllenhaal's too crazy to be Ryan Gosling. Jake Gyllenhaal. Because Ryan, Ryan Gosling will play like a, a crazy unhinged guy, but yeah. it's usually for comedy. Jake Gyllenhaal will just play a crazy unhinged guy like a Nightcrawler or Ryan Prisoners. Reynolds. It doesn't help that some of them are like multiples are named Ryan. Also, Chris Pratt can kind of get me. They can all kind of like blend together in my own head. A young Mel Gibson. He doesn't have a beard though. What's what I said of a certain age. Certain age, yeah. Like these, those guys are all like the same. There's another one. Mark Wahlberg? No, he's a little oh, older he's not than bearded them. Enough. That's true. He's not bearded. Enough. He's talking about his faith though. We're all doing Lent with him. You know, he invented the Lent. You hear about this? And yeah, and he would, and he would stop nine eleven or whatever. I get it. Yeah, and he, and he, and you know what he would do? Chase blind minorities, of, blind of Vietnamese man. Yeah, yeah. and we all forgot about that. 
What's that? We just watched a movie of, with him recently, I feel. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be Jason Statham, because he's bald and has a beard mostly. Maybe it was one of the Suicide Squad people. Oh, the Rick guy? The guy who plays Maybe Rick? Him? But he's all right. Telling that fella? We saw that guy. He's all right. Was it someone in Argyle? Was it Sam Rockwell? No. I don't know what I'm on about. I never do. Anyway, that's mostly a bit. We don't. We're not. I actually... feel like he's like he's all right. So is this a prime original? Oh, maybe it is. What the fuck? This is meant to be a. Movie. Oh, it's Bradley Cooper. Oh, he does have a beard a lot. Yeah, oh. he's a beard. He's the other bearded white guy, Jack. That's good. And I think Bradley Cooper, controversial opinion, he might be the least of them. I'm just gonna say that the least. That's what I was gonna of throw skill. Out yeah, maybe. I think he's a better director. I've only seen one of the movies he's ever directed, but. Listen, I like Jake. Or I like uh, Bradley Cooper when he's a raccoon, and I like him quite a bit in Silver Linings Playbook. But that was more than I liked 10 him years in the ago. first Hangover. That was more than that was also more than ten years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like and he almost quit. What's Bra- what Bradley Cooper done for me lately? You know what I'm saying? This Ryan Gosling was an ambulance. No, nope. Jake Gyllenhaal. See, <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal was an ambulance. Ryan Gosling's in Barbie. Chris Pratt in Drive. Well, and Ryan Gosling's just like again me. recently. Oh, doing very. What's he done I'm for sorry. me recently? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Chris, Chris Pratt was, was in the Tomorrow War. Well, also Ooh. he was in Guardians Three. Ooh, with Guardians Bradley Three Cooper. with Bradley, Cooper. but he wasn't a raccoon; he was a real guy. And he so wasn't he, see he his he face. Was a real guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and was Ryan Reynolds. And Ryan Reynolds is fucking Deadpool Three. So you see, it all loops back. So Deadpool Three, which is officially now called, it seems Deadpool and Deadpool Wolverine. Wolverine. That's fun. I wish you didn't know Wolverine was in it until know, just right? now. Which and that's not really their fault though. No, it isn't. But it's just—it's just, just the unfortunate. Fault. No, it is circumstance. And people were like, "Can you imagine if we didn't have, we hadn't already seen all those crazy like high res, you know, images of him, full body set leaks of Wolverine? This scene at the very end where you just see like a glimpse of him in the suit. I mean, this whole thing would have meant like, who? Oh, who's this guy walking up to him? Oh shit, it's Wolverine. Oh shit, he's in the blue and yellow. Oh shit, it's called Deadpool. Like that would be a thing. But instead, we've known all this. Um, I mean, I guess... They also kind of spoiled it. They definitely didn't hide the fact that he was going to be in this. Because there's like a whole video on Rob Reynolds' Instagram yeah. where he's like, I'm back. You're right. He, yeah, the more I think of it. And, and they, he, what's his name was doing the whole... Hugh Jackman's all like, look, I'm getting back in shape to be Wolverine, so... It was probably the thing where Marvel knew like, all right, this is going to leak. Like, there's no way to not have this leak. Well, so it's one of those things where us as fans like the idea of not spoiling it, right? Yeah. But as as much as there's big nerds like us who is like, oh well, I would like to not to be surprised because we know we're going to see it anyways, right? Who there's a bunch of people who aren't that they're going to want to get in who don't who didn't see the Marvels. Yeah, there's people who are like, well, no, we're not going to hide the fact that fucking Hugh Jackman's in this when Hugh Jackman's going to sell tickets, you know? So he's putting butts in seats. But so the premise, which is something we kind of knew, we we leaked. I don't remember how it, much of this we've talked about on here, but we t- I think we talked about it a good bit during Loki. Yeah, so we're doing the TVA. It's yeah, it was leaked that basically this was going to be the plot that it was going to be tied in with the TVA stuff, which makes sense. I I think it's it's an interesting way to like bring him in because we're doing the timeline multiversal bullshit. Um, you know, the end of Deadpool two, he does a bunch of time travel hijinks, so it makes sense that they'd want to get them, get him, I guess. And so this is how we're going to merge them together. And he's you know he's obviously very self aware about it all. Yeah, he's all like, oh, you're bringing me in to save the Marvel universe, right? Um, which it's not. I don't think it's quite clear what exactly that means, right? Yeah, it seems like... I don't know if he's he's going to be in different movies. You can tell that at least, right? Yeah. Okay, he's, he's, he's in the Thor bed, bed, or the Hulk bed. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's in the Hulk bed. He's obviously in, like, the... Sokovia? <laughs> Fucking salutes, Captain America. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, he's in Sokovia, the Sokovia forest thing from the beginning of Age of Ultron. Um, there seems to be, like, an extended action <laughs> sequence there. He's in... I don't know, is this, like, Iron Man 1? 
Maybe. Convoy? I don't know who this person's meant to be. Professor X, people think. I hope not. Yeah. But, I mean, Wolverine's in it. Like, what is this? I don't know what this is. It's a dinner party we should know. Is that Wolverine or Yeah, I think that's Wolverine. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's... I think this trailer's pretty funny. Some of the jokes we get. I like the Deadpool movies, though. You... I've only seen two, and you don't like it very much. I'm not a big fan of Deadpool 2. So, we'll go back and watch them both for this, and we'll see... This is a thing. What was this? There's also... Um, but there's the, like big picture. There's like stuff you can see. The, there's that big purple monster. Abathoth. Abeloth or whatever? Yeah, the, he, he appears a I little bit. I don't know bit. what that is. No, Abeloth's the thing from Star Wars, actually. No, the the thing from Loki. The thing at the end of time that eats everything. Okay. I can't remember what it's called. I don't know. This is something. This like desolate wasteland part that he's fighting in. Mm-hmm. This was set picture stuff. This is Fury there, doesn't it? It or? does, yeah. Yeah, there was something going on here. I don't remember. There's like a statue you can see at one again from the from the leak set pics. Yeah. That that like further. So this is cool, right? I mean, the action seems cool. Although I did, see, people are like the cinematography in this movie is gonna go insane based on it. Like it was this. It was a gif of him doing the cool reloads, which is cool. It is cool. Don't get me wrong, right? Yeah. But yeah, it's almost like the cinematography of this is going. Ins- that's not cinematography. That's like choreography, if anything. But nobody like, knows what any words mean. No one knows what any words mean. It's annoying because it's like we like this stuff, and then people come and do the thing that everyone makes fun of us for, which is just being a big dumb nerd doesn't know what movies dumb are. Nerd that doesn't actually know what movies are outside of the context of your dumb comic book stuff. Which again, we love. There's place enough for that, but don't be like, come on, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're giving us all a bad rap. Yeah, can't we all get along? There's a Secret Wars little comic there at the end. Oh, yeah. People point it out. Look at that. Um, so people think that this is doing the thing of um, which would make sense for a, for a teaser like this. I, the the thing of like maybe this is only the first half of the movie if that right it's I mean it kind of seems like all this is all the scenes up until the weird Deutschland right like the whatever this is and or maybe the the Age of Ultron forest thing is like all a, leading like a, up to before he meets Wolverine right he's like a montage of him doing TVA nonsense and if the movie is called Deadpool and Wolverine you would think that he's in the movie for doesn't most take of it. yeah it doesn't take that long to get to that either so. You know, there's people like, oh, could this be like the first, you know, half hour? I mean, I I would bet that the very, very first scene of the movie is his birthday party, right? I don't see any reason why it couldn't be. Yeah, because then we start immediately. What's going to... Immediately. What would need to precede that? Immediately, they jack him out of his birthday party, and they're like, all right, you're doing TVA stuff. Like, you could get this moving pretty quick, and then we got a whole movie's worth of stuff to do, so... Now, will this save Marvel? (laughs) So, that's that's been the big thing, huh? Yeah. Everyone's like, Deadpool's going to save it because it's all bad. We don't think it's that bad. Largely, we've t- we've done this to death, right? Yeah. If the MCU's dying or not. Um, you know, people are like, oh, the camera... I saw, like, even just that, of like, oh, they remember the camera could move. Um, say what you will about, like, the Marvels. I think that that did have, like, a dynamic camera thing. Especially camera when they're all switching on. each other. Yeah, they, there's lots of that. Do, like, like spins whatever else you want to say about that movie. I, I don't know. I just, you know, I think it could... This, this could save the Marvel Universe and the fact that in the eyes this is going to be public. a big one again. Yeah, yeah, but I don't actually think this will be like a marked change in quality necessarily. I also don't think that in. I think people are maybe overestimating the impact this is going to have in the universe. In terms of yeah, there's a lot of people who seem to be like this is going to change everything and, and get them back on track. Like they're going to use this movie as some kind of big reset or something for the universe to to fix. But like I don't think that's really their problem, right? No. I don't think that the any the problem with any of the recent Marvel movies is that they've like written themselves into a corner with anything. They're just kind of I don't know. 
I think it's other stuff. I think I think their problems are lie elsewhere. Yeah. I don't think it's like, oh, there's too much continuity and stuff and we need to reset. I, I don't think that's really their issue, but no, no, I could be wrong. Mostly the shows, I think, is their issue. The shows are their issue. Yeah, maybe. Because, again, it all comes back to streaming. Streaming's our big nemesis at this point. Oh, yeah. Streaming is that we're in the streaming villain arc of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. You think any other X-Men are going to show up? Other than the ones we've seen in the beginning? Yeah. I don't know. We talked about that guy people think bald man from behind is professor x yeah i saw there's a there's a fake um <clears throat> from the waist on there's like a fake image that went around of uh, james mcavoy and uh x-men, uh, x-men cyclops stuff but that was you james martin or martin mcavoy james mcavoy is oh right you want james is mixed up james of a certain age um we both have beards sometimes yeah i mean marsden i mean sonic boy uh that'd be cool I guess. Yeah. Actually, it'd be cool if they got the like the whole original crew and they all got to be in this one. accurate costumes. Yeah. Even just for a, like a moment. Yeah, even if they even all get just murdered. the three of them, right? Mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman, James Marsden, and like Famke Jensen oh, yeah. as you know Wolverine, Cyclops, and Jean Grey. That would be neat. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, so maybe if we get like a like this is the universe I come from and it's like a flashback thing, that'd be neat. One of my big kind of things, and like I, I on the one hand, I kind of like the idea that it just exists as like a, a thing you can imagine. But at the end of Days of Future Past, Wolverine fixes it, right? And he fixes it even more than he thought he was going to fix it. And he comes back, and it's like, "Hey, we're all alive again, and it's happy. And it's it's cool, right?" And and, it, yeah. and I remember me, I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! I love this so much." And then they proceeded to not make a movie with those people. They made a movie with fucking Sophie Turner or whatever, and they were terrible. They were all bad. So very very bad. The both of them, at least. They like broke the streak because it was like, holy shit, the X Men movies are good again. Yeah. They made fucking First Class and Days of Future Past, and I was like, this is insane. And they made a pop up. So you're like, oh, I guess. Ooh. I'm like, oh, one, one misstep isn't so bad. Then they made Dark Phoenix. You're like, like oh. and then it was over. That was it. They made, <laughs> and then they never made <laughs> they another were one. Done. So, do you think it's crazy that, like, I really would have never guessed that fucking, you know, Year of Our Lord 2024. We're, we're at this stage of the MCU where they're starting to bring in the X-Men, and thus far, they've only brought in repeat actors, <laughs> right? Yeah. We got, like, in various appearances now, which are all kind of, like, tenuous, and so far, they've actually all been technically, like, alternate universe versions, yeah. whatever. But even still, right? We've now gotten Professor X, and it's just Patrick, Patrick Stewart again. Yeah. We got Beast, and it's just... Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer again, and we now we're getting Wolverine, and it's just Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman again. That's kind of crazy, right? <laughs> like, yeah, definitely. I don't love that trend. I gotta say, um, I think we talked about it in particular with Kelsey Grammer, right? I think, uh, I think Professor X served his purpose. I think in that movie, I think that was fine for that kind of role. Yeah. Um, you don't need to reinvent the wheel for that kind of cameo thing. And I guess these other ones are also smaller. I mean, we don't really, have, but I don't know. It seems like they're relying too much on that. Especially the Kelsey Grammer one was the dumbest one. I didn't like that one because very much. they did like they completely redesigned him to be a big CGI guy who looks like the cult cartoon. But then they also just use Kelsey Grammer, and it's like, why? Gonna get him back can for you do, everything? Can you do even a scrap of like something original? Original with this? But no, it's just what if we did the cartoon design and we just got the guy who did it originally for those movies to just be him again? He wasn't even in four; he was in like two of them, one or two of them. How many was he? I, think he's I don't think he was even in two. I think he was only in three. And I guess he was in Days of Future Past, right? At least to the end. I don't know. Whatever. I can't um, remember if he's in Days of Future Past. He's at the very end for sure. Oh, yeah. Like in the, in when they're all together. Yeah. yeah. They're all together. So that was dumb. But again, I guess it's like, oh, it's alternate universe. We, we talked about it because it's like, oh, do you recast just for a role like that or what? But whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But um, I guess it depends what kind of role 
Wolverine has in this and then going forward. I can't imagine he's actually going to have anything because I don't think Hugh Jackman wants to keep doing this. No, because they, they mentioned that... I remember when this first broke and they had that video where he's like, oh, I'm back. I'll explain. This is before Logan, so I assume this is... Yeah, that's dumb, just send I don't think that needs to be that. Logan land. Again, especially as much of the multiverse nonsense we're doing, I don't think it has to be... Because I don't think well, well, Logan is the same timeline as those other movies anyways. Yeah. So... I don't think it the really old man matters. Logan storyline usually is different anyway. Also, the X Men movies have like twelve different timelines because there's insane. zero continuity between any of those. Yeah, because Emma Frost is like a teenager in the eighties, but also a, you know an adult woman in the sixties, and and you know among forty other different weird inconsistencies. So I don't. Yeah, you don't gotta take it too seriously. Yeah, Logan can say I guess I you know people Logan is great. It's one of maybe the very best like standalone just just really good comic book movies, right? Mm-hmm. That you could just show a person and be like, oh, wow, this is actually kind of solid, right? I guess it's like, part of it is because it's taking itself kind of seriously and it's trying to be that, but I mean, hey, say it succeeds. But I don't think anything about this is going to undercut that, really. Yeah. It's fine, I think. It should be all right. I'll do all right. Yeah. I think it'll do fine. And this is our only uh, Marvel movie, movie all year, right? They're trying to starve us out. What the hell? See, like maybe the maybe the distance will make the heart grow fonder, you know. I I think so. Especially, I think the one isn't the one directly after this in twenty twenty five. Fantastic Four might be because they've moved that up now. I think I you know, look. I'll check. Let's pivot to that. Do you want to say this was a trailer? This is this is cash, Jack. I think it was cash. I think it was cash because I like Hugh Jackman. There you go. You're gonna love it. You're gonna be a big Deadpool fan by the end of this. We're gonna have a good, such a as, good time with Deadpool this year. Hasn't happened yet. We're gonna watch three Deadpool movies and and no other Marvel movies for the whole year. It, they're so literally a year apart. These you're gonna movies. have no. You're gonna have no choice but to love it. So that's our done. next one. Is a whole another year. Uh, at least Fantastic Four comes out July 25th, 2025. So oh. 364 days. I don't think that's the first one. That was. I, I couldn't remember the other ones since, since they've done so much uh, shuffling lately. Yeah, they do be doing shuffling. So who knows if any of these are accurate? Oh, this is phase four. This is already like way out of date. <laughs> Twenty four and beyond. Oh, we got ninety X Men ninety seven stuff. Oh, I didn't watch that trailer. That's all right. The Agatha show this fall. Look at that. Oh right. The Spider Man cartoon. Uh, Brave New World is the next one in February. Oh, wonderful. Spider Man or Super or fucking Captain Marvel maybe if I could. Captain America. Jeez. And then Thunderbolts and oh, then Fantastic. Right, Thunderbolts three in a row. Bang bang bang. Blade. We're not getting Blade. They're never going to make Blade. <laughs> I've given up. Uh, well, they mo- they already moved it like twice, so that's where it is right now. And maybe Spider-Man in 2025? Spider-Man 4? Oh, that's a whole thing, yeah. If you've seen stuff about that. I have been saying stuff about that. Sony's apparently, we'll, we'll, we won't speak such in, in vague terms like we love to do. Uh, Sony apparently, according to the news I've seen, which is not really any official, just Instagram posts at this point, um... That Sony is really pushing for uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man Four to come out in 2025, and Kevin Feige's like, "Please no, I I have too well, much to do." Because that would be five. It'd be that's, the that's crazy. Yeah, that'd be the most yet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't think have they ever even done four. I it might already be the biggest one. Is was it not four in the last two years? It came out in t- last like last year. There was last year's th- two Ant Man. No, there's three Guardians last year and. Marvels. Marvels. I don't think so. Before that, it was what? Oh, boy. Uh, Doctor Strange, and then Thor, and then uh, Black Panther. Uh, and I don't the think they've ever done and four. And the year before that would have been Black Widow, Widow Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi, and, and Eternals. Eternals. Yeah, I don't think they've ever I done I guess four. maybe there was a fourth one they when they moved it. 
Maybe there was maybe at one point we were like, oh my god, we're gonna get four, and then they just shuffled them. Because twenty nineteen was before that, and it was Captain Marvel, Endgame, and no Spider Man. Yeah, Far From Home. Oh, that was a different Spider. Oh, when's the other Spider Man? Oh, I think was it Black Widow? I think I think oh, Black- oh, yeah, it was Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals, Eternals. Spider Man, No Way Home. Yeah, but Eternals. But either way, five would still be the new record. Record. That's that's true. That's, that's gonna fuck everything up. People are not gonna have. A well, and the, and apparently it's like he's. I saw a thing today that Kevin Feige's spread too thin. Like he's not gonna be able to. Basically, they would be doing it completely without him. And then we saw stuff a while back where it was like every like Marvel thought this was just gonna be like a they were going to take a step back, right, and have this be kind of chill and grounded, which was what everyone was excited about, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, we can do some Spider-Man movies. We now. can just what have Daredevil just... be in it. Sure, stuff like that. Like, it can be more street level. Look, he's in college. He's not famous. No, he has no support network. He has no Iron Man nonsense. He's just going to be complete by his own. But now they're, like, maybe wanting to do another Spider-Verse thing somehow. I, I heard they want the Vulture back. They want the actors back. Probably, like, the, like Toby and mm. Andrew Garfield, I think I saw. So they're kind of diametrically opposed in that way, which if they did that, I I would be very disappointed by that, especially because, I mean, we, everyone's already sick of the multiverse. They still have to do the multiverse stuff for Spider-verse. the Avengers. Oh, Avengers. And yeah, they, they're not done with Spider-Verse. It, it would be a lot to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. And then they do Venom 3, which is also... Yeah. Well, people were sick of that. Like, people have been sick of multiverse already for like a year and a half. <laughs> since, since, since we had that one, since we had that multiverse, it was just full of madness. It'll have been done. Probably since The Flash, at the very least. So, to go back to that well already, eh, nah, that's crazy, if, if so. Big if true. Big if true. But anyways, we'll pivot on to then, we'll just talk about the Fantastic Four a little bit. Yeah. That was another big release. Um, they've, I don't know, did they move it or move it up or they lock it, it in? I don't know. They somehow announced the date. I don't know if it's a different date or it was the same date, but they confirmed the date or reconfirmed the date. I don't know. Um, And they announced who the cast is going to be. So, I think... We saw at least some of these people floating around. I t- last summer, you remember when you were in Europe, I covered uh, a rumored list of, of people who it seemed to be was like one of the big ones that everyone had kind of finalized on. Mm-hmm. It's like this is this is maybe the big one, and that's why it was the one I decided to cover. None of those <laughs> was it the Adam Driver. Yeah, Marco it was Adam Robbie. Driver, Margot Robbie. I was excited for the Adam Driver one because I love Fuck, Adam Driver. Who the other ones now? Was it the Mila Kunis one? No, it wasn't. She was early days though. It was Adam Driver, Margot Robbie. Uh, we'll go back to that episode. Those right. are really the. I think those the first two are really the. Yeah, the, those are the big. Probably ones. the biggest. And ones. then the the rumor or like either either it's people like just kind of making stuff up to kind of cover their own ass of like no we weren't wrong it's actually just that they um dropped they, out they dropped out but that was like the thing right yeah Is that then the story became oh these people were all approached and none of them wanted to which I guess is plausible as well right yeah people are busy Adam Driver's kind of Adam Driver and Margot Robbie are both kind of wary in that sense i guess right mm. they've never they've never really been bought well other than star wars right but since star wars he's never really gotten bogged down and and mark robbie does dc I guess she does dc so. but even then i don't know it makes sense that neither of them would be a little bit wary in current state they're both big enough stars that they don't need and plus that, it, i don't think and plus it'd probably be maybe like less so tied down yeah maybe less so adam driver but he's big into his like projects nowadays yeah and Margot Robbie's like probably one of the biggest especially after barbie right one of yeah. the biggest actresses in the world I don't and think she needs to so well, that makes enough sense. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I know there was a thing with every casting list had a Stranger Things fucking kid. So Paul Mescal was just, just torch. Could be just, fuck is he? I have no idea. Oh, Bill Paul Mescal is from All of the Strangers. From what? He's in All of the Strangers. He's a uh, yeah. It's a movie. Uh, Andrew Scott's up for an Oscar for it. This year? This year, yeah. Oh, 
Who's it? It's Kurnia. So he, w- he hadn't been in that yet, had he? No, he had not. Yeah, uh, I don't know this guy at all. And you're right. I don't remember who you said for the thing. I really just if he digs. I don't know who that is. He's also in him. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, fuck. What else is he? In? He's definitely in stuff, but I'm not gonna be able to remember. Oh, he was Sebastian in the Little Mermaid last year. Oh, the movie everybody likes. He's in Invincible, Perfect. I guess. He's a voice in Invincible. He's a big voice guy nowadays. I know. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was in Visions. Star Wars Visions. Yeah. I feel like there's at least something. He was in on the uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. If that's of any interest to you. I've seen Star Wars Resistance again as a voice. He's a big voice guy, it seems like. Massive voice guy. Yeah, he wasn't in Breakable Commissioner. God bless him. God, I'm smart. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. So, you probably cut that all out, but I just listened to those part and it was, yeah. Adam Driver, Mario Robbie, Robbie, Paul Mescal, David Diggs. Um, So, obviously, none of those (laughs) have actually carried over. So, the actual list we got now is Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal as as, uh, Reed Richards, Mission Fantastic. Vanessa Kirby as Sue Storm, Invisible Woman. Oh, Joseph sorry. Quinn as Joseph Human Torch. As Human Torch. And Johnny Cousin as the thing. Yeah. Eben. Squeen. Or oh, whatever his name was. Skeen. Ebon. He's his Eben also Moss. real life Star Wars ass name. Eben Moss Bachrock, I guess. I really don't Star know. Wars I've ass never name. Never heard I was like, he's a bounty I think hunter. it's like a Jewish name, surely. Well, yeah. Right? But I think it is. I know they were saying they wanted a Jewish actor for the thing because he is Jewish. Yes, and good for that. And God bless him. That's fun. But they couldn't get a rock man to do it. <laughs> Can't believe this. That is fun to see that of like people flaming Marvel. Well, not fun. I don't know. It's just interesting. Twitter nowadays, it's you know, it's, it's a crazy cool. place. X. Yeah, that's true. It's a crazy place now. So seeing people be like, we need more Jews, it was a good change of pace. <laughs> people are like, finally, someone actually, do, which they said that. They, someone was like, can you, finally, they're putting Jewish people in for Jewish roles in the MCU. And I'm like, have they ever not done that other than the one? Are we just getting real hung up on Oscar Isaac? Oscar Isaac still? I would say, well, okay. I, to be fair, I've not read a ton of, um, what's it called? Fantastic Four comics. So I really don't know how essential being Jewish is or is not to Ben Grimm. I know he gets a bar mitzvah at some point. That's nice. When he was a child, presumably. No, no, no. He gets another one because he's the thing and he's like new life or something. Oh, I guess that's nice. How does that work with the sliding time scale, Jack? That's oh, whack. Too many questions. The sliding, that the, doesn't work, Jack. The sliding time scale. It, fine, whatever. Isn't that we weird? must obey the sliding time scale. He I can't. Don't like it, it can't have been fourteen years yet. There's not a. No. Um. They have to recircumcise his rock dick. I know that's a thing. Are you kidding? No, I'm, I'm absolutely that kidding. Was I don't know. Oh, that's okay. not true. That's. Uh, I, <laughs> I hope to God that's, that's not good, true. It's funny. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I just know that people made a big deal about the Moon Knight thing and that it's really not essential at all to his character. I think right. it's like a really recent addition. I think we probably talked about it. Like a 2017 tier addition to be like, oh, Moon Knight's Jewish, I think. I don't think that was ever a bit, whatever. So maybe it's a bigger deal to him or not. I don't care. That guy's a good actor and that's all I that's all I give a shit about. Back to the Fantastic Four though. That's what I mean. Like oh, he's, the, oh, he, Eben yeah, Mossbrock oh. is cool so I don't... Yeah. yeah I hope he's, he's swears and says cousin. Hope he's just like he his can't character. Just be the guy in the bear. Yes, he can. Yes, he can, Zach. You're li- don't don't limit yourself. You're you're holding on. I feel like you're limiting yourself. No, no. You just want him to be one guy. That's fine. Can't he be one guy? Can't an actor have a thing? Clint but Eastwood did it for a hundred years, and he's the best fucking actor ever. Maybe. What does Robert De Niro do? Right, listen, hey, isn't that the definition of limiting yourself? He's though? a grumpy little actor. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, yeah, I, got look, I, I got a little defensive. I'm <laughs> no, sorry. No, that's all right. I got excited. No, that, Jack, that's that's perfectly understandable. Um, I didn't know that Pedro Pascal was guy? like a, um, what's it called? A fan cast. Like, 
this came out, and then my friend was like, I don't like fan, I don't know if they bought a fan cast. And I was like, I don't even know he was fan cast. No, I, I feel like I also saw him, but I don't, I, at this point, I keep, it's hard to keep track of like what was rumored and what, because yeah. I feel like I saw definitely, I feel like I saw maybe all these people being rumored before it happened, like a couple months ago. Or not. I don't know. Maybe it was just a fan cast. Um, it's interesting he says that though, because I've, I've, I think I've seen more pushback to him than anyone else. I actually, um, I think in general, people are, very positive on Vanessa Kirby and at fucking Skarn. Cousin. Cousin. Um, and then less so for Pedro Pascal. Not because Pedro Pascal is a bad actor. Um, just I think people think he's not. He doesn't necessarily fit Reed Richards, which I don't know if I uh, wouldn't necessarily uh, disagree with. Honestly, yeah. I don't. And I see a lot of people responding to that, being like, "What's well, like Heath Ledger? No one thought he could be the Joker." And I'm like, I guess, man. Sure. sure. Well, that would also be annoying. It's not really a real argument, though. It's just oh, it's like it's a nothing. Can't know until can't know until he could be the best one ever. Yeah, he could. And he I could guess. be the worst one. Yeah, he could be worse than Miles Teller. I'm sure he'll be fine. Again, he's such a good actor, but it's just he may not be a traditional Reed Richards type, which yeah. is fine, I guess. But I, I'm just not going to let the press tour in a year when they have, when he said everyone calls him Daddy again for like three months. Yeah, that's terrible. We have to suffer through that again. Hopefully, they've learned their lesson. They won't. It's the internet. Yeah, I've seen that. He's going to be a, he's going to be a dad again. Yeah. Maybe. I guess I guess he's not really dead yet. I mean, it depends. They could just do the thing where, like, we're already, a, you know... Because people have been saying that for a while. It's like... They're already established. Yeah, the further we get into this, it's it's weirder and weirder to introduce the Fantastic Four as, like, a completely brand new thing. Mm-hmm. Their whole thing is they're, like... The first ones. They're the first ones. So, they, they might do that. To be like, actually, no, they're... They're the whole time. They're going to be the... Yeah, they're from a different universe or whatever. <laughs> Probably. Probably guess you're going to have to do that. Yeah, it's a quick, easy fix. That's how they always do, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. Again, he's good, so I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah. I was looking at Vanessa Kirby, and I was like, I guess I like Vanessa Kirby, but then it's like, she's not really been in much that I've seen, honestly. Yeah, I've not it. seen Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, I haven't. We saw Napoleon. We did so. see Napoleon. But I was like, she's not been actually in as many movies as I as I thought, I guess, which is interesting. Yeah. Because, yeah. again, people are like, oh, this is great. But I'm like, why, why, do, why do we all have such a strong opinion of uh, Vanessa Kirby? What's that based on? What are we basing that on? They really liked Hobbs and Shaw. Or her role in Hobbs and Shaw? That can't be true, Jack. Nobody oh. likes Hobbs and Shaw. Well, I know it. I, I shouldn't have like Hobbs and Shaw either. Oh, she's in The Crown, I guess. She's Princess Margaret. Oh, and, of course, she's in the Mission Impossibles. The last couple, remember? Oh, right, the she is. Widow, but that's nothing, that's nothing crazy, right? I mean, she's no. like a pretty minor role in those. I don't know. She's good in those, I guess. She does have to do that thing in the last one where she pretends to be someone pretending to be her. That's always fun. It's always a fun thing to do. Mitch Russell loves doing that. So, I guess there's that. Uh, Joseph Quinn. He's, he's the one I would definitely say I know the the least about for certain, in, right? In Watch Stranger Things season four. He's just four. a Stranger Things guy, right? That's it. That's all I know of him from. So, I don't know. I guess I don't... I won't hold that against him, I suppose. And, we'll, and he'll be in... um, What's it called? Quiet Place Day One. Yeah. Seems like that. So that'll be our kind of first go at him. So you can do action well or something. See if you see. Maybe they'll set him on fire in that movie so we can see how he looks. <laughs> oh, that's how it looks. Oh. You know what the thing is? Is like it's it, Pedro Pascal is like too. He's like too charismatic. <laughs> I feel yeah. like to be Reed Richards. Yeah, Reed Richards is like a weirdo. Yeah, he's like a recluse scientist. If he's just like charismatic, fun Pedro Pascal, but he played the Mandalorian. Mandalorian's fucking robot that's of a man. True. That's true. But how will the stretching look, Zach? How will the stretching look? How will? Oh, it's it's fine. Oh, it's, okay, they'll get right around it because they'll just do like glowy, glowy crystal fist. Oh, uh, excellent! I was worried for a moment. 
goodness. We'll just get, or he'll never stretch. Yeah. You guys, I'm I'm too tired. I don't want to. Should be cool, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's also like, Perry Pascal can be like a mean kind of guy sometimes. And Reed Richards can be kind of spooky, like fearing him to being a villain at times almost. Yeah, when he's, like when he's the maker. Yeah. And, and yeah, Pedro's capable of that. Yeah. I mean, he killed, he, he killed all those guys in uh, Last of Us. Joe got scary. It's true. So you can do it. If he even, if Reed Richards has to stab a guy in the kneecap and pop his kneecap out. He was also like, I guess he was a villain in that Wonder Woman movie I never saw. He was Maxwell Lord. That's right. I saw it. Wish I hadn't. Maybe he needs to shave. Like he's, so he's clean shaven. Maybe that would help with the aesthetic. Because he's like, yeah, he's kind of like wearing the normal Pedro facial hair in this. Mm-hmm. He's got the gray at the temples, but he kind of has that anyway. Or does he? I don't know. Who knows? He kind of looks like that in Last of Us, at least. Yeah. But um, yeah, maybe if they, maybe he'll he'll be clean shaven. They're making. They, it looks based off this. They're making him blondish, right? This is Quinn, I guess. It is funny that they had to have like the <laughs> the astronaut pi- picture. Of him behind, of him behind him, because yeah. otherwise he's just the thing. <laughs> so I mean, I oh they got the robot too. I, I obviously we can't go off of this for everything. Yeah. Although people are like, oh, what if these are the actual suits? People were, people were pleased with the suits because they look kind of like a little more interesting, generic Marvel MCU bodysuit kind of thing. But mm. I don't know how much we can yeah, take stock in that. Take stock in what's what's going on in this in this picture. But you know, we'll have to see. I guess. What's fun that they just dropped is um, just on Valentine's Day for fun. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they had to get it sooner. But, may as well. but I got anything else to say about the trailers? Or there was an Invincible trailer, but it's just Invincible. Who cares? Was there? Oh, there was. Yeah, but it's just the rest of Invincible. It's the rest of the season. We should have got all of before. Um, yeah, it's really. But the second half of it, I don't even know when it's going to come out. At least March, maybe. Did you see that the Bear is going to be back this year? Is it really three for three, baby? Let's go. Thought we'd lost it. You know, we're so back. That's pretty good. Cousin, cousin's back. Hey, that's exciting. I didn't know that. That's yeah, cool. three seasons in three years. They said the days of glory were behind us. Nice. It's going to be the only show we've ever covered, I think. Yeah. That. Oh, wait. Maybe The Bad Batch. Is The Bad Batch going three for three? Or? Uh, I don't... Was it in 2022? I don't know. Because it... No, because we did it, it... Bad Batch was one of the first things we covered, and then we did it last year, and it's this year. So I think it's... So I, think, no. I think there's a, a gap. I think they're two for three. 21, 23, 24? I think so. Some godforsaken reason. But if you like line it up, it might be just bit. Because it's like the end of summer. Or summer May of twenty one, January of twenty three, February of twenty four. It's kind of so not quite. Just barely. And the I guess if you count, well, yeah, no. Shen V the boys slip. No, no, not even. No, right? Because there was a a year a big gap between the boys. Yeah. I guess I'm, I guess I meant from when we started covering it because we did season three, but then Gen V. There's a year between that, and then we. Just now are getting four maybe this year. So twenty twenty two for the boys season three, and then twenty three for Gen V, and then twenty. I don't think that counts though. No, because it's a spinoff. It. Yeah, it's a, a spinoff, Jack. It's a bit on. of a fudging. I'm just trying to make it work. I'm trying. Yeah, no, we got nothing. Well, you know, if anyone gets it, I'm glad it's the bear. Yeah. Also, maybe the best of all of them. <laughs> oh, just like an incredible TV. I show. think for sure it's the best. Just like an amazing show. Yeah, but, you know? I mean, I like the boys and all, but here's the thing. That better not have to rely on a guy blowing up every other episode again. Right. Watching. You're right. When you're right, you're right. And it's not the bad batch. Um, so anyway, we're gonna stop uh avoiding our inevitable fate here. We're gonna have to take out of this into something that, you know, we're gonna bitch about for the next twenty minutes. Halo episode three. What's this episode called? Oh boy, I hate watching this. Um it's not called Sword, it's called uh Sword of Visigrad. Excellent. I think. Right. After the base. So I was kind of half watching this episode, so I don't totally remember what happens. But I remember the big parts that I didn't like. 
I honestly gotta say, um, this is probably my favorite episode of the season so far. Um, I still, I cannot for the life of me understand the people who are like vehemently defending this. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't want to be mean. Well, I mean, you know how it is. You know how we are, Jack, right? We say we don't want to be mean, but then we go like, this is the worst fucking shit ever. If you look, you should die. Everyone who likes a thing less than us is a hater. If you, if you like it too everyone much Everyone who likes more, a thing more than us is kind of like a... Kind of going too far. It's kind of like a... A shill. Know, a shill, basically. Even though we don't really... We're not with a shill route, usually. We're definitely shills. Are we? Are we? We don't make any money, so... Oh. We're hopeful shills. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> shills lost all meaning, because every time someone likes a thing, you're just like, shill. And it's like, I don't think so. I think it's supposed to have money. It's also dumb to be like, if you like anything, it must just be because of money. Like, I don't know. People like things, man. Yeah. Money helps. Hey. Sometimes sure. money helps. But yeah. Anyone who likes a thing more than us is a hate Less than us is a hater. Anything who likes a thing more is a... He's just an idiot, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so that's how I feel about Halo, though. That's how I feel about Madam Web, because there's people still going out of the way to be like, but I thought Madam Web was fun. Who are these people? Who are these people who are just, like, this. again, not to be mean, but there's just a whole class of people, it seems like, who just truly turn their brains almost entirely off. And just stare at the moving pictures. pictures. like, movie pic, ooh, pretty pictures. And then they'll say shit like, hey, I know it was bad, but I didn't hate it, so it must be good. Those aren't the same thing. We've done this so many times, but those aren't the same thing. And we'll do it. Those aren't the same thing, right? And we'll see you on August 30th for Criven Hunter, and we'll do it again. Like, we talked about the Beekeeper, where we were like, we don't like it, and it's bad. Or, it was bad, but we kind of liked it. Yeah, it was hilarious. We we would never be like, hey, people are saying the Beekeeper's bad, but we kind of thought it was funny, so it must not be bad. No, it's it's very much still bad. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Why is it such a hard concept for people? People want to just be like vindicated. People want to be like, well, if it liked it, I must be right, and it must be good. It has to be. Or my money was wasted. Yeah, you can like it and still be bad. That's fine, man. That's completely fair, all right? And that's what the Halo show is. I don't know why people are, like, riding this season so hard of, like, no, it's actually great now. It's it's really not. Not at all. I I truly don't actually... I can't understand, like... And, and this is, again, not even in, like, a mean way. I would legitimately like to sit down with one of these people and have them truly explain to me why they think this is an improvement over season one. Because to me, it's, like... The same thing. Literally the same thing. I, I don't I don't get it. Me neither. But we pick off from last episode, and he's like, we gotta go find the Cobalt team. And they go to the place the Cobalt team were, were lost, and no one's there, it seems like. And then a bunch of guys show up and are like, you guys are AWOL or whatever. You're coming with us. And then they can't find it, so it looks like Chief's crazy, which is the big it's the through linchpin of this. Well, really, the whole first three episodes, <laughs> but this one as well. We're just still leaning into that, which I think is dumb and cliche. To be like, Chief, you don't know what you're talking about. You're going crazy. He's got PTSD, and and everyone is like, Chief, you're crazy. Um, and it's one thing for Ackerson to be like, Chief, you don't know what you're talking about, because he's like literally evil. evil or whatever, or opposed to them, like pretty directly. But then for the other Spartans to be like, Chief, what are you, you don't even know what you're saying. Mm. It's so, it's just stupid, right? Like, it's just not Very stupid. It's just a dumb. I hated all of that. Dumb cliche plot device to be like, what is, well, the other people don't believe them, even though they've got pretty legitimate reasons for thinking the thing they I did think it was the one cool Spartan they did this episode is when they're all there and then all the people are like, hey, freeze, we're regular humans. And then she's like, I'm going to go through that fucking door right now and you're not going to do anything to stop me. I liked it as well, actually. I like that Silver Team at his back. Yeah. At least in that moment, they weren't like, Chief, whoa, you're going crazy. They were like, we'll kill all these people right now. <laughs> Chief, get the word. <laughs> that was cool. 
And they would, too. I was like, you guys can't take a bunch of Spartans. Come on. Yeah. They've got shields on their armor. What are you going to do? And they're so way fun. faster than you. What are you? Oh, you're they're in, so fast. They're in grabbing distance. <laughs> they're going to get you. <laughs> they grab your neck. It's over. They'll throw you into your friend, and you'll both shatter your bones. Um, we got Private Perez or whatever her name is. Corporal Perez. Is that it? I think that's it. Corporal I think Perez. she's got a promotion, so yeah. She's Corporal now. Um, she's trying to translate, maybe, it seems. Who knows? We'll see maybe later. Who knows? Who oh, cares? Yeah. Uh, we're clearing the building, um, like I said. And they're like, Chief, you got to come back. You're crazy. So then they get back. And um, we cut we cut to a very interesting scene, which has nothing to do with Spartans or the war. I actually, Eckerson you're being dad. sarcastic, I think, but I actually do think this is kind of interesting. Um, I actually feel like there's a couple instances this episode. I'm, I'm mad enough to admit it. I think Jack that like I feel like I'm eating some of my words here from last week or the last couple. Where yeah, last week because it was the first two weeks. Yeah. Where there is some stuff followed up on this where I feel like it makes some other things make more sense. Which to my you know to be fair, like that is how. That's how TV shows work most of the time. Yeah, so yeah. I guess I should have been giving it a little bit more credit on some of this. Because it's like, I do think Ackerson is fleshed out and explained a little more in this. I do think he's a little bit too still like, he's a little too evil still, I guess. Yeah. For lack of a better better word. He's he's just too antagonistic to them. I, I, we get a reason enough, I, I suppose, in this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if anything, they make him a little bit more sympathetic, I suppose, in the show. Because instead of, as far as I know in the books... um. There's none of this personal stuff. His rivalry with Halsey is pretty much just like scientific, entirely yeah, scientific, like ego driven. Of like, oh, I think I can do it better, and she sucks. Yeah. There's not all this like family drama to it. So, to make a long story short, it's revealed that his sister was the the Flash clone. The Flash clone we keep seeing with talking to Halsey was his sister, who was one of the Spartan twos, and she died during augmentation, and that's why he's like hating on the Spartan twos and hates Halsey. And why, presumably, if or when we get to his Spartan 3s, that's why he's like, doesn't do the augment thing as much with the Spartan 3s, because he's like, well, I don't want to kill them all or whatever. Mm. Um, and I can do a better kind of thing. So I thought that was all kind of interesting. Um, it, it definitely goes a long way to explain why Ackerson's such like an antagonistic force to Chief and Silver Team, right? I will say what it doesn't explain to me, though, is why everyone else lets him be, right? And this is just, I think, like a writing failure, honestly. Um, yeah, and, and just like again, the writers of this show don't like the idea of actually writing military fiction. I don't think because I don't know. There, there's no like chain of command that's present here. There's no, it's just like for some reason this one guy seems to be in charge of everything now this season. Why is that? Right? Yeah. Last season we had all these. Other, we had like Perengoski and these other like the other admirals around who were doing stuff. Yeah, and there seemed to be like a you know chief of staff type joint chiefs thing we, we've never seen lord hood in this show i don't even know if he's ever even been mentioned but for some reason ackerson just gets to make these all these like executive decisions about reach in this episode and it seems weird because why does he have that th- the, he's supposed to be in charge of the spartans right yeah that's it he's in charge of the whole planet now like he's above he's above admiral keys and keys all. like they made keys and admiral in this show and for what for him, for him to sit at a desk and not be in charge of anything? Take orders from Ackerson. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I, like, I get why he has a grudge against the Spartans. I'm just saying, I don't know why in-universe everyone lets him, right? Yeah. He's like, hey, guys, I want this job to, like, actively kind of sabotage the Spartan program. Is that something I could interest you in? And they're like... Absolutely. He's like, I really hate them because I have a personal family grudge. So could I just get in there and fuck it all up? And they're like, Sure. Take one, take one of our most valuable assets off the board. Don't make any use of Master Chief or Silver Team. Why? Leave them in the dark and feed them shit. You know. Yeah, I don't. Also, <laughs> it's also confusing to me why 
Because he talks to his dad, and his dad has, like, dementia and shit. He's like, yeah, I built this bridge. So it feels like his dad and his family are, like, important for Reach, and it's, like, it's, you know, construction and, like, development. So why Halsey would pick, like, her, the daughter, to like, of these important people to be a Spartan? I don't know if that's, if they, how, is it explained how, I can't remember if we covered this last season. Like how they chose? How they chose? I don't know. If, I don't know if it was in the show. I know in the books, it's it's like genetics. She was looking for specific genetic markers that would make them better for one reason or another. Mm. I don't know. She was looking for like perfect specimens and specific things that would help them survive the augmentation and stuff they wanted to do. So that's so in that sense, it's plausible enough. Um, but if it really is like there, she's important in some way. It that still doesn't necessarily hold up to water because. She still had to get approval and stuff. That's kind of the one of the weird things about Halsey is like after the war they. The thing is Halsey's we've done this to death, but in the show they don't really play this out as much. But Halsey is supposed to be this complicated kind of character where like she has nuance to her whole thing. Mm-hmm. And one of the things about it is like whether you think the Spartans were justified or not, or whether it was a big immoral thing or or whatever the thing is. However you slice it, it doesn't all fall to Halsey. Yeah, right? she she didn't make all the calls. Pro- she couldn't have, right? It was all part of a massive program. There was h- thousands of people and, you know, trillions, trillions of, of dollars involved in this whole program. And then at the end of the war, they go, it was her. Because that's what they do, right? That's they a, make a scapegoat out of her and they wash their they, hands of it all. And they say, oh, it was just her. She was a crazy mad scientist. Ooh. Who had all our money somehow and all this armor and Ooh, guns. This, holy shit, a trillion dollars set of war. Who came up with that? Yeah, no. Oh, anyway, all these approval all these like requisition orders and approval oh yeah no that wasn't me i don't know fuck i was out of the office that day i was i was on sabbatical i think we sent her to prison and we we took care of it right yeah we thanks master chief you beat the covenant anyway go beat the flood now yeah so a big part of it is that like they all knew she had to get approval to do it yeah um if anything i i think the lore in the books is that one of the things she didn't get to do like they didn't even want to do the Flash clone things where she replaced them with Flash clones on the way out. Mm-hmm. They wanted to just kidnap the kids and do nothing. Just some people were like, where the fuck my kid go? Hey, you got- someone kidnapped my child. Yeah. So Liz Holger was like, well, let's have them die. Right. In the book, Reach was in the books that Reach was established like 200 years prior to the events here. So I don't really get the idea that like, I built that bridge because it's like, and that ruins Quan's statement later, but we'll get to that. It's weird, right? Like, Maybe he just that city is a newer city, but still. that's like the main city. They're all there. That's how it seems, right? But I can't tell because there's no sense of where anything fucking is in this. Oh yeah, there's show. no sense of there's no sense of almost anything in this show. And really. We get we get assassin Quan, and she tries to fight. She kicks the shit out of yeah, Sean's so wife. Let's just do reason. this real quick because this subplot's boring to me. But Quan tries to get out, or Quan's on. They're all in the rubble still, and Quan and uh, Soren's wife and kids are like, we want to go get Soren, but then. The guys who are on Soren's crew, she doesn't realize they betrayed him, right? Yeah. Um. So she's like, "Hey, can you guys help me?" And they're like, "Yeah, totally." They, they, they're 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 know, evil. They're evil or whatever. Double agents. They're working with Oni or for Oni or with the UNSC. I don't know. I can't really follow it. Um. Mostly because I don't care to. Right. Of course. Really. So they do that, but then they get double crossed. But then Quan's on the ship, and she like knifes them all in the dark. Um. Because she's just a fucking assassin now. Evidently, would that come from? Who knows? So then she's all upset because her whole thing in this is she's real upset that she couldn't protect Madrigal. And she says they just glassed it off screen. Yeah. Seasons. Because it was so important the whole season one. 
And she says, like, oh, my family's been protecting it for more generations than, like, you can count or unknowable, which doesn't make, when you find a sec for a record, it doesn't make any fucking sense for so many reasons. And I looked it up in my nice big Halo encyclopedia. It's here. a massive fucking book. It's a real big book. And, um, but it's, it's high quality. In that, it says that Magical was like, it's like a, it's like a less than 100 year old colony. In the, but now, obviously, it's a different timeline, so they could just say whatever the fuck they want. But the the oldest it could possibly be... 300 years old? Yeah. Like, y- surely this show is still going to limit itself to, like, <laughs> when humans got to space. Like, it, let's see. We're talking to see what the youngest Earth colony possibly is, but it just can't be that old. This show, unless this show is, is so far off its own timeline that they, they're like, yeah, we started making colonies in, like... A thousand like, years ago. <laughs> We started making colonies in the year 2002. <laughs> like, right after 9 11, we're like, we got to get to space quickly. And we did. We united the world and we went to space. It's like, you're still going to have to be limited by something there, but whatever. Who gives a shit? No one cares. No one's paying attention to any of this. Yeah. According to this big list, this big table of colonized worlds that this book has, none of these are prior to like the mid 24th century. So doesn't really check out, does it? No. And, accor- and Madrigal specifically less than 100 years ago. Because they're on the edge. The whole point is that they're like the yeah, first planet. Yeah, they're one planet. of the farthest out. They're in the outer, the outer colonies. You can believe that. So they'd be like the last. Whatever. Who cares about anything? That's why, in the again, in the... So maybe the, maybe the argument is then that in this universe, Madrigal isn't out, actually an outer colony. That's why it takes them so long. To, it's one of the very last ones they get, and it's... So it's inner. I don't know. It's so close to reach. Still dumb. I don't like it. I don't have to like it. You know. No. Master Chief kills two guys in an elevator. For some I actually love this. Um, one of my favorite scenes in the whole thing. <laughs> Maybe this whole show so far, <laughs> because it's just this is what Master Chief would do in an elevator. I guess if he really wanted to. Because I thought it was going to be like a, you know, like drawn out like Captain America esque elevator fight. Yeah. But he's so much superior even to like a Captain America. He just hits them both once and they're. It sends one guy so bouncing. He yeah, bounces off the wall. Yeah, I liked that. I was like. Okay. All right. You got it. This is all right. I still think it's dumb that Master Chief has like a weird civvy uniform, which is his weird 117 vest that he puts on. They all have weird numbered vests for some reason. Well, they got to keep the vests in order. It's fucking stupid. Because look, uh, Riz has a numbered vest too. Oh, dumb. she does. I was Hate too busy it. ignoring the scene to <laughs> give a shit. So uh, her friend, her blind friend. Well, but just to finish with Magic Oh, Ball, of course, of course. Uh, or whatever. So they. So. Quan kills them all, and then they get to be on a ship, and then... They're going somewhere. I don't know. He's, uh, where, where'd the kid go? The kid's just on the transport? I think he's in the transport. Yeah, I think she... she they He goes to the transport, and then Quan goes back for the mom. So now they have their own ship, and they're going to get Soren back, I guess, somehow. But where's Soren? Who could he be? A couple of women are going to go fight Hordes of Covenant during the Fall of Reach to get their husband back. Cool. Fine. Um... Yeah, so then, like I said, Riz... We get a Riz scene where she's, like, goes to meet the, the same blind... A uh, Spartan guy who failed his, he, he's, he's a washout, right? Yeah. And they're like, hey, you could chill. And she's still thinking about maybe not being a Spartan, which is cool. Um, or not. She'll probably be like, actually, being a Spartan's great by the end. Because the fall of Reach have happened, right? Yeah, she's she's going to have to be a Spartan to save everyone. She'll probably die or something. Be like, this was my calling the whole time. Uh, uh, these guys are going to die in the fall of Reach. This guy's going to do, like, he's going to go all like dead, dare, daredevil on him. Oh, yeah. These can turn off the lights. Yeah. <laughs> They won't be able to see in the dark, but he yeah. will. And they'll have a gun. And it'll shoot them all in the dark. And then they'll turn on their energy blades and be like, where is he? Where'd he go? Hey, where'd he go? Just stabbing wildly. Um, Kai's talking to Ackerson again. Jesus. Second hey, time in two episodes. Let's go. Hey, man. I don't know. Why are you being so mean to John? Well, you told and me then all he's this. Like, and then he's like, he literally just knocked out two men in an elevator. And she's like, oh, well. He's in a silly hey, goofy mood. Come on. 
this is whatever. This is I still think this is probably just setting up that she's because we can see in the trailer. This Kai's probably going to lead the Spartan threes. I still don't understand how that's going to work. The timeline's very funky because again, the fall of Reach is happening. So the fact that the Spartan threes are like whatever, it's a whole thing. It's dumb. Kind of defeats the point. But mm-hmm. I don't know. <sighs> this show, man. God bless it. If the fall of Reach is already happening, what are the Spartan threes even for? Because the war's done. That's the thing. That's the big thing. Again, that's why it's so dumb that this is the route they decided to go with this show. Is because after this, they have to do Halo Combat Evolve. They have to do Combat. We've said it so many times, but they have to do Combat Evolve now, and then they're just doing what? Then they're just doing Combat Evolved in Halo 2 and Halo 3, and then we're just done. And they're done with the war by Halo 2? Halo 3? Halo 3, really, yeah. Yeah. And then Halo 4, they got the Flood. Flood? And like, the thing is, Combat Evolved and Halo 2 and Halo 3, none of those are actually, if if you convert them to TV show form, None of those are even a season worth of show, right? Yeah. Each of those, you could cover all three of them in one season if you were determined, I think. And that's that's probably maybe a season and a half. But you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's fucking stupid. The whole point of the Spartan 3 is that they were slowing down Covenant to give humanity just enough time. And everything throughout the whole war, right, gave everybody just enough time to get to the Halo. got to do Combat Evolved, which turned out to save everything, right? It was all but worth if, it. If the fall of Reach is already happening, and the last episode of this season is called Halo, what are those Spartan 3s even for? Just hanging out. He's like, I just finished them, guys. We're coming. And I just finished them. They're, they're fresh out of the oven. What do I do with them? <laughs> even though he's fucking turning tail and leaving. We have a great scene later on after this uh, with Ackerson where um, he's talking to Keys and with all these, with the Cobalt teams. So Cobalt all, team's there. They're all dead. And Keys has to be like, oh, John was right about Cobalt team. I guess I should have listened. Which is why it's so weird. It's just, again, nobody knows what they wanted to fucking make, dude. This is supposed to be a military... It's just, I can't overstate that, I feel. Is that everything that the show's supposed to be about is just set aside for, like, we need to we need it to be that weird interpersonal drama. We need to have all these characters arguing in rooms. Yeah. And so all the reason and logic is, is pushed aside of, like, well, this is a military situation where characters should be making decisions based off of, like, Strategy and data. And, and hard intelligence. And so they would go, and so Master Chief would go, this is my report, sir. And they would go, well, based off your helmet cam, that's true. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. We got to do something about this. I guess you're right, John. And then they would do that. And instead, it's like, I don't know, John. I don't know if I really believe you. You're kind of crazy. And then Captain Keys has to be like, get out of here, soldier. You're on, you're grounded. Give me your badge and gun. <laughs> And then later on, he's like, what? He was telling the truth the whole time? Someone get this man his badge and gun, quickly. <laughs> he's like, Ackerson, you lied to me. And he's like, yeah, man, that's what I do. Or whatever. Right? Th- this whole scene is basically like, all right, Keys does like the thing that you would do in situation, be like, all right, clearly the Covenant is here. We need to get everybody fucking off the planet. I was wrong. Like, I need to make an immediate shift and like fix this. And he's like, no, no, no. Well, his thing is he wants to fight. He's like, we can protect yeah. Reach. We should protect Reach because it's like the most, it's the very most important colony. Not even like, it's just, that's just the whole it's point. military the center. They're it's, all there. They're all there. This is where everything's out of. It's where all the Spartans die. <laughs> it's it's second only to Earth itself as like a as like home for the humanity. Which again, I guess this this episode does go a little bit further to do that thing I was complaining about last week, which is like humanity's really on the back foot. Yeah. And, and it's all closing in on us kind of thing. They do kill these Spartans off screen, which is no fun. I would have liked a scene of that, maybe. Maybe show me anything in the show. Um, no, no, no. That's where all the budget go. I honestly like almost want to give this episode credit for for being like a, a I think a tense kind of build up to 
next week, which is obviously when things are truly going to start like hitting the fan. Yeah. So I can kind of appreciate that, but I also feel, I don't feel very good about giving this show credit for being like taking its time and being kind of slow when the whole thing is that this show has been nothing but slow taking its time. Like With no real understanding of where they're going. It's being, it's, it's weird to be like, oh, you, this is a good episode. You've paced it well and it's kind of, it's kind of slow and boring, but it's like this whole show is kind of slow and boring. So I can't, I don't feel like I can really give you any credit here, but we're building up. So there's, but that's to say there's no action really at all in this scene or in this episode. So it would be nice to have had even just a quick, like one minute long scene of these, of these Spartans getting ambushed in the woods and all buying. I feel like that doesn't have to cost that much money, right? No. Just do that. And it's, and it's dark. Do it at night. Just do it at night. They are at night at the beginning. They all got shot in the back of the head, basically. That seems to be what happened to them. They got like, they just got, they all just are dead, so. Yeah. Have one of them put up a bit of a fight, but they all die. Cool, yeah. right? Yeah. You can do that. You can do that in a fucking fan film, Jack, right? Am I crazy? They did in a fan <laughs> film. Okay. Yeah, Action's whole thing is he's like, all right, we can't. Reach is lost. We have to. We have, reach is lost. We're going to let him have reach, and then we're going to escape quietly without any panic. And he's like, and, are you fucking crazy? It's reach. Also, Keith is like, well, we got to do the winter contingency. We have to, at the very least, you got to let everyone know. Like, we had to follow the protocol for they found a colony. We got to fucking dip. And he's like, well, we can't tell everyone. They'd make it such a hassle. And it's like, they'd be so upset about it. Are you just evil in this sack? I think he is. He's just like a mustachey twirling like, ooh, I don't care about anyone. What do you, what do you care about, Ackerson? Because if you don't actually care about doing the job better than Halsey and like being a good military man, what even is your thing in this? What's his defining trait of just, I hate the Spartans so much that I'm going to burn everything to the ground? Why? All of humanity? Yeah. The like, weird alien zealots? He's like, I mean, obviously his whole thing is the Spartan 3s are trading lives for time. But to take that to the extreme of like, I'm going to let all of the civilians on Reach die because it's the, just a pragmatic choice. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. And he's not even maybe wrong, but still a crazy thing to just do. Just to be like, well, we'll just let all the civilians die because who cares? And he's like, you can come though. Go get your stuff. I'm getting my stuff and we're going to go. We're going to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... I have my dad commit suicide. Well, doesn't he just? Yeah, because he, he, he tells his dementia-ridden dad, and he's like, you weren't supposed to remember I told you I was going to let everybody die in reach. He's like, I can't bring you with me, man, so how about you just kill yourself? And he's like, don't let them take me alive. So, so he gets a flash clone of his sister, brings it to his dad, and then the flash clone dies when his dad dies. It's Mon Mothma's daughter, by the way. Really? Yeah, last week I was, I was like, who is that girl? Do I know her from something? And she's Mon Mothma's daughter, and, you know, the child bride one. From Andor, you remember? I remember. I remember it well. There you go. Uh, what else happens? Um, Key meets with Parangoski, and I, my suspicion. Do you remember last week? I was like, "Did she get fired?" And I don't remember. Yeah, because <laughs> there's they had their conversation, and he's like, "And again, maybe that's me. I guess that's on me." Because it's like they went to actually explain that. So again, I guess I got to give him credit where it's due. Mm. Because Chief's like, "When did you get fired again?" And she's <laughs> like, "Uh," and he's like, "Did you?" Wait, when exactly was that? And she's like, um. And it's like, you never did leave, did you? And she's like, whoopsies. And there's a bunch of Oni guys. I, again, I like this too, where he goes to leave, and then they're like, are we gonna, are, are we gonna let Master Chief beat us up now to prove a point? <laughs> and she's just like, nah, you can let him go. <laughs> he just leaves. Which kind of in the same vein as the elevator, right? Like, what yeah. are those guys gonna do? He'll tear him apart. You He's may just, as well just be like, all right, we'll just step aside. No, we'll, we'll defend another day. And by <laughs> live, I mean we're gonna die in an hour from the covenant. Yeah. At least gonna cut me in half. Any efforts we would make now would be purely symbolic. So <laughs> we're just gonna let you go. You know, 
Unless we all pulled out guns and started shooting you. Even then, he'd probably get one of us. <laughs> Even then, yeah. Two of us would probably not get out of this alive. Uh, so we do Halsey stuff. She's in like a hologram. Yeah, she's still in that hollow room. He's all like, he does the whole speech, which this is, uh, I think, on, in character form. He's like, you suck at making Spartans. I could probably do it better, couldn't I? I learned I learned from you, and mine are going to be sick because, I don't know, they're less broken, um, which doesn't necessarily track because, again, in the books, he uses a bunch of war orphans, and he gives them drugs. <laughs> He's like, go oh, fight the Covenant. Die <laughs> in glory. Suicide bombers. <laughs> Die in glory. So I don't Hoorah! know. I don't know if his thing really checks out here, but I mean, you know, he's an he's an unreliable narrator in the sense. I guess you can't take his word for how good his Spartans are. Yeah, he would he? think they're good against his he rival. Would. He would, wouldn't he? And she's like, "I knew your sister was the whole time. I'm just kind of a callous monster in this version, so I didn't really care." I hate my daughter. Well, she's not. I, I mean, to be fair, there's like nuance to this where she's like, "Oh no, your sister was cool. Yeah, man, I like." She's her. very curious. Like, "Hey, stop doing this to me. She's nice, Why'd you pick but, me?" Um, and she's dead now, like a lot of them. But what are you going to do? I thought the, the curious thing, she was like, she's always asking so many questions. Like, why are you doing this to me? Please stop. Can you please stop putting metal on my body? Why do I have to do this? Can I go back to my family? <laughs> Again, the whole point is, I mean, it's it's a moot point now. But in the books, they literally are like, right away, they're like, we took you from your homes for the greater good. It is what it is. And they're all like, okay. Yeah, I'm sick, so I don't know Instead what's going Instead of on. putting a weird pellet that wipes their minds and then. Silly. But it is like she turns it back on him because he's like, she's like, hey, you just said the greater good or whatever, and that's what I was doing too. What are you talking about, man? Yeah, you and I aren't so different, are we? Which that's all right. Um, it does touch on her big philosophy that becomes like at some point she she gets this lofty idea of like I'm not just making weapons, I'm making like the next step in human evolution. Mm-hmm. They always um, are talking about that. They're always talking about it. That's, that's a big. Everyone loves that in sci-fi, right? Yeah. Whether it's your hosts or your or your you know X Men or your spartans it's always the next step yeah. in human evolution but he's like i got a, I got a special guest guest star here and yeah. he brings in soren and he's like we captured soren and now he's gonna hang out with you and he hates you even more than i do <laughs> this should be fun so now they get to break out during the fall of reach together i guess and probably steal cortana or something I don't yeah know. They're, gonna they're probably the same because they're in like the same building as cortana right so they'll probably break out and grab her and she can be like i'm gonna find you and then she's gonna get him back and then she's gonna be the, the best guy ever he's gonna yeah, and then we're gonna do halo combat evolved yeah and we do halo combat evolved they go, I found it. Well, because what they, they should be looking for, the reason they're at Visegrad, right, Relay there, right, is they're looking for something under Sword Base, which turns out to be the location of Halo. Yeah. That's what it ends up being in Halo Reach, the game Halo Reach. Oh, wow. Depicting the events of the Fall of Reach. Should've, that should have been natural. This. Yeah, right? There's no, we don't even get Noble Team in this, Jack. What the heck? Uh, and then the last part, I think we're at the end of the episode, right? Thankfully, luckily. Uh, the last part of the episode is that... He kills his dad. He kills his dad. We gotta have him kill his dad. His Flash clone sister comes in and he's like, oh my god, you're my daughter. Are you a, are you a clone? And she's like, no, no way. And then, yeah, the very end is Perez is just praying. In church. In Christian God church. In, just Christian... Crazy, right? I is love this not it. weird? I think it's weird. I thought it was weird last time, too. It looks... It's too, like, um... I feel like it's too old school of... Like, because, again... They have wood pews and shit. Again, this building could have been built no sooner than the 24th century... <laughs> Yeah. Why like, isn't there a robot priest? It's a bunch of candles, which I guess the can't. I don't know, man. They're still making candles? My thing is like, they're shipping wax through space? What the fuck? Churches don't really look like this now. If you look at new churches, they don't. I mean, I've never been in like a. Well, I was going to say, like, I guess I've never been in a Spanish church, but I don't live in. Like, we don't live in Spain or, or Latin America at all. Or Portugal. But neither do they. They live on a different planet. She's still speaking Spanish? I guess. I don't know. I don't know enough about the Halo lore. I suppose. 
it's pretty Eurocentric or or American. I don't even know how you say that. It's pretty American centric, I guess. Halo is pretty correct. They're usually <laughs> they're usually speaking English and stuff, and they seem to. It seems to be based on the U.S. military and everything, most of it all. The but strongest military, I guess. I don't know. I guess there's. We know there's other cultures still represented. So I just hate the. Why f- couldn't someone living out of reach still speak Spanish? I suppose and worship Christian God. Worship his Christian God. Yeah, that would shake you. You think at any point during like humanity's, you know traversal of the of the stars that so you'd be like maybe not you know what shake me uh, the zealot aliens the zealot aliens all. that'd probably shake me the definitive evidence of like a of like a highly advanced creator species yeah yeah that have already you, that would do it or i think so not for them though they're sticking by it they go Dios mio. and she's all like she's like actually i translated everything they said but i just haven't shared it with anyone i think that's like, weird yeah one that she's the only person capable i know she was a comms officer or whatever but like so Surely everyone. Halsey's daughter translated it last season. I think that's probably how she's able to do this. Is that like using that. it was based off of that? Yeah. Because you remember they didn't even know what a needler was called before last season. They were like, oh, right. I think it's called a needler. Right. That was like the breakthrough. <laughs> so somehow they've gotten through that all the way to complete like language. Like this whole recording can be translated into a whole, you know, big speech mm-hmm. that he gets to listen to. So this is the arbiter, right? Um, which is cool. Uh but it's not the good arbiter. It's not the arbiter we know, right? It's not Keith David arbiter. It's not Keith David arbiter. Damn. Obviously. So probably Master Chief kills this guy at the end of this one, and that's how we make room for new arbiter. Better um, arbiter. Better arbiter. <laughs> Keith David arbiter. And we have to do Combat Evolve first, though, where he fails, right? He's got to do yeah. Combat Evolve. He has to fail at Combat Evolve. He has to, he has he has to, to be blinded him. when he yeah, sees he, Halo. When he first sees Halo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Awestruck, par- paralyzed, dumbstruck. Yeah, you know. Because yeah. he has to let the, the humans touch the disgrace, the beauty yeah. of Halo. Let them land upon the ring and desecrate it with their filthy footsteps. So it we is all, what it is. We all know the speech. So we're all like, and we, we do a big montage where it's like, this is where everyone is, right? So Riz and Vanek, not Riz, uh, Kai and Vanek are just at base being like, man, I'm hanging out. I, I want to watch Animal, Animal Planet. Planet. <laughs> the most extremes on. What's in his? I don't remember what's in that bag. I don't know if we see. Um, he's all like, where's the team? What's going on? Now I'm having doubts too. We're all having doubts. Um, Riz is hanging out with her friend and and his husband or whatever, um, and yeah, Master- he's quickly coming onto the planet. <laughs> Master Chief's in church, and she's like, "Yeah, this recording basically says they're fuck- we're fucked. <laughs> Should I share this with anyone? Guess they don't care." Which maybe that's the explanation is that Ackerson gets it, and he's just like, "I probably I don't nothing." Care. And again, for some reason, I get to unilaterally decide everything, and he's leaving. Maybe this is him. We that's his shot. It's like. I'm fleeing the planet like a coward. His Flash clone sister died, and so did his dad. Fucked. Fuck. But I mean, I guess I guess better than letting him get glassed. I guess. Yeah. Because he'd be all dementia-ridden and scared about it. He'd be like, "What's going on? Oh, I don't know." He said, "Don't let him take me alive." Oh yeah. So good. I guess that's fine. I guess that's a small mercy. What a psycho, though, to be like, can't do any better. Can't Best I can do for you, pops. See ya. Cyanide. Good old-fashioned cyanide. And then the fucking church explodes, and we're off. And we're off to reach. So we get to do that thing from the trailer where everyone's in their civvies and we have to do a big extended fight scene in their civvies. Because why would we want to see an extended fight scene of Spartans in their armor? Too much money. Ah, blah, 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 blah. Too much money. So they're going to beat up a bunch of... Gotta keep that helmet off. They're going to beat up a bunch of elites, I guess, in their clothes. So I again, I actually thought this was the strongest one so far. It actually tied up some of those threads. Um, it has, a, I feel like, a decent enough explanation 
like like reason pacing wise i is the first episode i feel like of this whole show where i felt like the pacing was intentional mm-hmm. to be this way to be kind of slow and like to set up the final speech and the explosion of yeah. the church um but again i find it hard to actually give it much credit for that because the whole show's been that way for no good reason right? yeah, yeah so can give the one time it made me think of the was it the third episode of the final season or maybe the second episode of the final season of game of thrones right Mm-hmm. Where it's like we're all chilling at the castle. We're all. What's his name's gonna? Patrick's gonna sing, right? Yeah, yeah. Patrick does a song for everyone. We're like, oh wow, this is a nice somber. Like everyone's we're really we're building up to that, right? Um, you know, except every episode of the show has been like that so far. <laughs> so it just didn't hit the same. But yeah, not at all. Hopefully, that means next season we're really gonna like, or not next season, next episode we're really gonna kick into some action. I saw a thing that's like it's it's a big long extended. One shot type thing, at least for a lot of it. That'd be interesting, visually at least. Master Chief guy said that. Oh. He was like, it's a big long one shot. I was exhausted for weeks after or something like weeks? that. Weeks? I think, you know, probably you know, just putting it on for the for that Halo are. money. You know how it is, Jack. They got to exaggerate. They got to sell. sell it a bit. Well, yeah, they are shills. They they he's shill. definitely a shill. We're not shills yet, but hey, we will be. Paramount, if you're listening. Listen, you, you come in with enough money, I'll tell everyone this is the best show I've ever seen. <laughs> I have no morals. Cavill doesn't have anything. Is that morals mean nothing at the altar of greed? Probably not even that much money. You send me enough fictional Halo bucks for me to buy some Halo <laughs> skins with, I'd probably get on board. I mean, <laughs> send you to have Halo themed T-shirts, Halo themed T-shirt, any kind of Halo merchandise, probably. Well, here's what it is: you send me a full size <laughs> set of Master Chief armor, then we'll talk. I'll wear, you wear it for every episode. <laughs> just be over here, just be, and I'll make you say the same thing every week. I'll be like, sir, permission to leave the station. And Jack's got to be like, for what purpose, Master Chief? To bring the card back to Rob. <laughs> oh, excellent. Be like, Sierra, this is Sierra 117. Danny, you'll be like, Master Chief, mind telling me what you're doing on that ship? And I'll go, sir, finishing the fight. <laughs> you want to do it all? Do all the things. Do all the bits. And then they'll say, I flew up. <laughs> sir, I'm in a Snuggie. <laughs> sir, Master Chief, Master mind telling me to do that Snuggie? <laughs> sir. I flew up. Entering blank. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun, yeah. though. Come on. It is fun. It is. Anything else to say for this week? I was just trying to find the thing about the one shot thing you've seen. No, no, I got nothing. He was, he was, he said something. We'll, we'll, we'll see next week, obviously. We'll see for sure. It will or it won't be. And we'll be out of commission for weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, hopefully, if the, if the remaining, remaining, if the, like, the remaining five episodes are pretty heavy on, like, fall of reach stuff then that might honestly might, might you know there could be something to this whole season you know if they tie it in if they tie it together at the end there there that could be could make up for the first three being kind of boring right <gasps> i'll tell you this much i'm kind of surprised that we are getting to it because they have to, i mean again the, the you know they're being fucking exploded right yeah the re- it's, reach it's, is the shit, falling the, the shit's happening as the end like they, there's no way around it they can't be like unless somehow <laughs> next episode they're like oh sorry that was just a gas leak <laughs> All right, still- sorry, guys, sorry, sorry, sorry. We got a minute. The Covenant are here yet. Don't worry. And Erickson's like, ah, I killed my dad too soon. I did have time. <laughs> ah, shit. But assuming that's not the case, like, they're actually getting into it, which I kind of expected it to take another episode or two after this for them to actually fully get to, like, we're doing the Fall of Reach stuff. So, hey, if there's, like, five episodes of action and, and excitement, then there might actually be something to this. I, I, maybe it won't be the worst thing I've ever seen ever. Maybe. Or it will be. I mean, we still have to somehow do the Spartan 3 stuff, like I said, which is weird. Really, it just I seems like a weird break in pace. I don't know how that's going to work, right? 
and they got an exposition at all. That's at least thirty minutes of exposition. I, I, is it going to be? So, but like, how? Maybe we're just way off, and it won't be Kai. But that's really what it seems like. The trailer made it look that like Kai that. is going to be. But like, how do you how do you explain that? I don't. know. How do you get Kai off of the Fall of Reach onto Onyx to be like, and I'm with the Spartan Threes now, and here's what the Spartan Threes are about. Why should that be the very? We've been overstating it the whole time. That's just the very. That's like end of final episode type stuff. That's just where she ends the season at. Yeah. We just drop her off on Onyx and she stands there in front of those Spartan Threes and that's it. Mm. Not really, though. We've seen them. They, they do action-y stuff at some point, some of them, so I, I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll see. Well, we'll talk about that next week. So wrap it up right into the end, right about here. As always, thanks so much for listening. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts each week. As always, our logo is in my friend of the show, Jeffrey Gonzalez. You can always find him at inkocean at JPG on Instagram or on Redbubble. Our intro was in my friend of the show, Joey B. You can find him at Joey B Music on Instagram and Joey B, that's Joey B all caps, on Spotify for his projects. And as always, he wrote it, we produced it, we built all the sets. Say goodnight to the people, Zach. Good night. Good night and Godspeed.